Radio. I told you. I'm a baby. Snyder. Woo! Where's my autograph book? Okay, stop talking. Get in, sit down, shut up, and hold on. I do. Can I please say one more thing? Ladies and gentlemen, D. Snyder. Let's play. feel it. Yeah, I'm tired. And between, uh, this is is what happens. Can't remember anything. Ozfest, Sunday, that was a late night. And last week, the MTV thing, that was a late night. Starting to catch up with me. And then last night was a late night, right? Yeah, that's what I'm referring to last night. Four big hours sleep. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but I had to. I had to go down and check out the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. And it was interesting. Um, more about that later, I guess. But uh, it's just uh, hooked up with the whole family. Plus, I had a family down there. Plus, I had the, the uh, afternoon in the city with Twisted Sister. All five of us at VH1 recording an installment of Rock Show, VH1's Rock Show. Have you seen that, Dark Side? No, I haven't seen that yet. Who watches this crap? I've seen a couple minutes of it. What is it? A way it's... to promote the show, though, D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was the question? Who watches this crap? Um, it's uh, the closest thing they got to Headbangers Ball these days. It's on VH1. It's usually hosted by Scotty and from Anthrax. And they play heavy new stuff and uh, heavy old stuff. Metal. They play the metal. So they uh, had us come in and guest host the show yesterday. I forgot when I said it's going to air. It's not this week. I'll, t- I'll, you know, of course I'll inform people that you know it's going to be on. It was kind of fun. We uh, we laughed a lot. Uh, it's good that we weren't really friends with any bands because certainly we're not going to be friends with them after the show. Some of the things we <laughs> some of the things we're saying on the air. But yeah, I'm just fried. Hope I can make it to the show. Can we play music? (laughs) Let's play music. Music's good. Some long songs. What's some really long songs now? Are there any like really long songs on modern rock? Uh, Just The Rooster, Alice in Chains. That's long. (laughs) Classic rock's. Yeah, classic rock's got like. Freebird. Riders of like, the Storm. Take, take a dump. Riders of the Storm. <clears throat> they used to have, this is a class, this is oldies, MacArthur Park. Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. Nothing like that in modern rock. Rooster. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Just the one. Hope you people like Rooster. 
You're going to hear that over and over today. <laughs> I got to get some freaking sleep. Ah, <clears throat> uh, boy. No, it's got a lot lot going on the show today. Just keep it moving along, and I'm sure I'll wake up in a minute. My legs feel numb. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm not like... First of all, it's the arm if you have a heart attack. <laughs> Left arm gets numb. No, it's just like that sort of like they're not really like... I don't know. Do you ever get that way when you when you miss lack sleep, Nick? Uh, you know yeah. your body gets kind of numb? Well, my legs are always a little rubbery. You know, I was so, say, yeah. you're in a constant state of, <laughs> of sleep depravity. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of just... It's the way it is, you know? But um, you'll make it through the next four hours. Oh, you're I know I will. You're a fighter. I know I will. Yeah. Well, now I got you guys to fire me up. Yeah. Give me that energy. Only a few short hours ago, I was doing the time warp. Yeah. <laughs> and now here I am, on the radio again, doing my thing. Now, whose song choice is it? It's Nick's? Yeah. Let me say you have my seal of approval with your choice this morning. You are very masculine, Nick. That's right, dude. Tuck away the faggot soundbite for a little <laughs> while, would you? How I could just kill a man, these kind of radio, Radio 104. D-Center Radio, Radio 104, Nick's pick. Anything you want to tell us, Lentino? Yeah. <laughs> Staying quiet over here, dude. Bad day yesterday. Yeah. No, everything's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm always a little angry. You have to be, you know? Do you got to have that edge? Keep your edge. <laughs> yeah, I got to keep that edge that I yeah. got. Yeah, tough guy. You know, it was tough growing up in the streets of Long Meadow and stuff. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. I can see that walking with street urchin that you are. Here's a letter from AJ from Monroe. D, uh, I was wondering if Rock Bottom by UFO is on your morning show list. Now, that would wake me the F up any morning. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> UFO, Beth, is a band from the 70s. I've heard of UFO, yeah. And uh, Rock Bottom's a great song. I'm a big UFO fan. And AJ, I feel your pain. But sadly, Darkside, any chance it's in our modern rock library? Mm, no. Ah. Just somebody named Winona has a song called Rock Bottom. I don't think no. that's the same one. I don't think no. so. Yeah. Country no. cover of it, maybe. Probably just... just just missed it, AJ. Probably just erased, you know, uh, recently. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure it was there just up till just a couple days ago. Now, AJ, if it's like metal or... Uh, well, I can't say that. We play some pretty heavy stuff, but it's old, hard rock metal. You're not going to hear it at this station. And that's the list we have to choose from. It's sort of limited uh, to that kind of music. Modern rock. I mean, the only heavy stuff we have that's modern rock is more recent. I mean, you go back to the 80s, I mean, you don't see anything. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about our playlist, you know, here at uh, MRQ, not the whole library that's available throughout uh, Clear Channel family. So, AJ, sorry, man, you'll just have to use your CD. Break it out. UFO. Essential UFO. <laughs> Pick it up. It's right there, man. I've got it. Old kicks school. ass. It's old school. It kicks ass. Rock bottom. Too hot to handle. I was too. Yeah. <laughs> Only you can. <laughs> Only you can. Four hours. Only you can rock me. Rock me. 
Come on back now. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to use some of that right now. Where's my essential UFO? This is going to be an interesting day. Yeah. So, uh, where was I? Ah, yes. I don't know. Uh, no, well, it was uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, so what did you think of the production? Um, mixed feelings overall. Now, I mean, who's over- in it right now, first of all? Nobody of note. Okay. And Frankenfurter was the, the backup Frankenfurter last night, um. who's African-American. Okay. And was great. Was effing great. Actually, David Katz, our best of my agent, went with me last night, besides my family. And uh, we were both, he was commenting that he's been to a number of shows where the, the backup lead coincidentally happens to be there. You know, which on one mm-hmm. hand you think, oh, I'm missing out. He says, but nine times out of ten, these backup leads are great. You know, they're getting their chance. They're like right. fired up. This is what they live for is to get out there. And they're talented people. You know, the lead may be a name or, or not. Uh, only name that was actually in there. Because they've had a few names from time to time over the past uh, couple of years. They've been running the Rocky Horror Show. I mean, Joan Jett was in there for a while. Um, Matthew, or, yeah, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry was doing Brad for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. He's not there now. The One of the girls from Saturday Night Live, one of the good times, good times. Not Molly Shannon, the other one, the redhead. And, um, Anna Gasteyer? Yes. She's a singer. She played Little Nell. She mm-hmm. kicked ass. Kicked ass. And she did a little soliloquy in the middle that I'm sure she made up um, when she was kind of stoned that was really freaking funny something about buying a huge bottle of 409 from Costco and taking her clothes off and scrubbing down the castle I mean it was just insane drug talk but but um, production was cool overall you know I, I thought it was good I thought it could be sharpened up here and there and uh, you know as far, in case anybody in the morning isn't aware they asked me to be in the show uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Initially, they asked me if I'd be interested in Frankenfurter, then I, which I couldn't have done anyway, but I found out the role was filled. And we're discussing possibly the Riff Raff character for a limited run or the Eddie character. The Eddie character? The part that Meatloaf played in the movie? Right. They had some big heifer playing it. Well, it doesn't have to be. Just because Meatloaf had plumber's crack in the movie doesn't mean that they have to do that in the stage production. It was a chick. Oh. With sideburns. Oh. Yeah. It was this big chick posing as a guy. They need you, D. Perfect. Wheel. I mean, it just completely ruined the role. I mean, it's it just a man, just, baby. No kidding. That was a debate, by the way. That was a debate. Oh, Dick Cavett's the narrator. He just goes on. He actually consistently... I didn't care for that. Throughout the show, came out of character. I don't think he was ever in character. <laughs> and started doing stand-up. Talking to the audience as Dick. And uh, it was kind of cool seeing him give somebody the finger. Um, and, you know, and but that was kind of... I didn't care for that. But but overall, I thought it was a pretty damn fun show, you know? You know Nick good t- energy. Nick told me yesterday he hasn't seen the movie. Have you seen it, Darkside? Never saw it. You two are virgins? Really? You guys have to watch it. I'm not what, what do you think musicals. You, you think I mean, it's, it's not Oklahoma. Dark Side. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Dark Side thinks he'll be gay if he watches it. <laughs> no. Just because 
for pop culture experience, you should watch it once. Yeah, eventually, I will. Outside, yeah. yeah. what? You, you seriously think it's like make it gay or something? Because you heard that there's like kind of homosexuality in it. Well, no, I just well, I mean, no, I just never really wanted to see it. You know, I never had the urge to see it. I, I really warping. don't dig musicals. I but really don't. I mean, it's, it's not, not a, it's not a musical. musical, really. I, it's the anti-musical. There's music in it, but I don't know. Calling it a musical seems like a misnomer. Yeah, it's... it's, it's, it's they break into song and dance, don't they? Yeah, but it's almost an insult yeah, to musicals. I mean, that. but in no other musical does the crowd... Stand up and in unison curse at the actors. They don't do that in Les Mis. Oh, yeah, but you're not going to get that with the. You're not going to get that aspect with uh, watching it at home on DVD. No, that's true. But the fir- I was one of the first. Or now, first it was a play. It was a play to begin mm-hmm. with in England. Then it was a play, off Broadway play in America. Then they made a movie that did z- nothing. And then in the seventies. Right around 76, it started showing uh, in Manhattan at a theater called the Webster Theater on 8th Street at midnight. And I was one of the first people down there. When I went with Suzette and JJ, my guitar player, eight people in the theater at midnight. Eight. Empty when we watched it. And Twisted used to start, used to play some of those songs as part of our set. We used to cover them. And we actually played the first ever uh, Rocky Horror Convention. Where Richard O'Brien was there, that's his mm-hmm. name, right? The guy who right. wrote it, and Little Nell, and and uh, a couple of the other characters. So I've got like pretty long history with them. Nick, how come you never saw it? Your your mother won't allow it or something? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty no, movie. I just, I don't know. It seems like a seventies type thing, you know. I'm, uh, it's all about exploring your sexuality. Uh, <laughs> don't no. dream it, be it. Don't try Nick, that. You into of all it. people. No, I mean I'm a boy of the eighties. I guess I. I don't know. It seems like the thing was, was freaking like, huge. That's when in the eighties is when it was mm-hmm. the midnight madness. Every midnight show was sold out forever. Boy of the eighties. Yeah, but I was like ten, twelve years old. You know what I mean? I don't know. It seems like there's a little generational gap there when people not, start talking about it and stuff not, i'm just like i'm only three not, years older than you are we're in the same generation not <laughs> not 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 we we've shown our kids have seen it and we were there last night and from you know myself down to cheyenne everybody's seen it and everybody loves it it's just one of those movies that you see like animal house and yeah blues Brothers. yeah is that generational animal house well, I guess, but... That was 70s? Yeah, I know. No, I've seen that. I don't know. It's just, um... I just never was really interested in seeing it, but, you know... Well, you may have to if I'm well, in the show. Well, it's different now, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, check this out. So, I, so yesterday, JJ tells me, and he's not a complete idiot, my former guitar player, so, and, he's, and he's pretty much in a loop, but he tells me who's playing Frank Enferter, who's the new Frank Enferter is. Who is it? 18 in life, you got it. 18 in... Sebastian. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So uh, if I do this, I'm going to call him today, but Sebastian would be Frankenfurter and I would be Riff Raff. That'd be great. That'd be a blast. That would be fun to do that, you know. Now we got to find a really good magenta to kick it with me. Maybe Lita Ford. Let's not get crazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone who can carry a tune. <laughs> Kiss me once, yeah. 
Kiss me twice. Ooh, you know who'd be great from that sort of old school who can really sing? Tell yeah, me, tell Pat me, tell Benatar. me. Not bad. I like the way you're thinking, yeah. actually. Not, I like the way you're thinking, but this is one of the issues because we were discussing this on the way home because uh, she's on the uh, sh- short side. No offense to short women, but um, in, the, in the perfect world, and this is kind of tough, actually. Riff Raff and Magenta are supposed to be brother and sister, but they're very, you know, incestuous brother and sister. And yeah, Dark Side. You gotta you check make, it out. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it's all suggested, but there's bis- rampant bisexuality in, in the Rock Horror Picture Show. I'm your sister. I'm your sister. And, um, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not graphic, Dark Side. It's implied. You know what I mean? You you sort of it's implied because they say they're brother and sister, yet they're constantly kind of gazing at each other and getting close to one another. It, a lot like uh, uh, what's her name, Angelina, Angelina Jolie, Jolie and her brother, that kind of yeah. thing. You know, <laughs> like what the hell's going on there? What kind of brother and sister are that? Sounds like a good show. And uh, they've got some sort of fidget playing the part of Riff Raff now, and they've got a fidget magenta, and the two of the fidgets, they kind of work together, you know, and they, they look like bookends, which is kind of what they're supposed to do. So I was kind of saying, I really kind of need a tall magenta. But if you're to, Eddie... If I'm Eddie, that's mm-hmm. different. If I'm Eddie, that's different. But if I'm doing the Riff Raff thing, then I need a taller magenta. Because, um, but that's you. a good one. Christina Aguilera, that could She's be a pairing. Really tiny. In big platforms, possibly. <laughs> yeah, I know. If we're we're going to find a big, you know, a six-footer. Oh, one of the Wilson sisters, maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> 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 Actually, I think she was playing Eddie last night. <laughs> Anne was. And big, big girl that she is. She's a, <laughs> she's a handful. So, anyways, yes, yeah, so I, I got to find... We're gonna, we're gonna, what we're going to do is pursue it. I think it would be a blast. I think, uh, peeps, listeners, I mean... We'd come down in droves. That would be a cool thing to come down to do, you know, on a Friday or Saturday night to go down to New York and, you know, go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show and, and kick it with me, you know, and that would be a fun thing. So uh, we're going to look into it. N- nothing, you know, nothing definite because there's a lot of obstacles here considering that I'm not willing to give up the morning show. So since I'm not willing to give up the morning show, that means they're going to have to make so- sort of all sorts of accommodations. And not just them, but Clear Channel and Radio 104 would have to be willing to work with me and them in the sense that, you know, allow me slash us to possibly broadcast from New York or something like that. You know what I mean? That would allow mm-hmm. just just traveling back and forth. I'd be a dead man. I would be a dead man if I couldn't. I'd have to stay in the city. It's eight shows a week. Yeah. They do two. When do they do two Wednesdays? <sighs> Wednesdays and Saturdays. Yeah. Eight shows a week, so I'd be I'd be doing the time warp, like a, like a wild man. I'd be time warping my way you know, <laughs> through September. Yeah, <laughs> tear it up. I told I told to keep it going though. I told David though, we gotta like restage this thing. This this riff raff they got now was quite good actually. It's just he's too the focus isn't on him I need different lighting I need I need everything arranged differently it's me of course there you go I must be acknowledged and that 
Who's this Frankenfurter character? Can't he do his stuff from over on the side? Get out of my way. <laughs> Step off, son. Plus, then you're fighting the handsomeness of Sebastian Bach already. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, but yeah. are you kidding? But that's okay because Riff Raff is supposed to be creepy. <laughs> I got that in spades. <laughs> I'm putting the Broadway back together. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Dark side, you want to experience this? <laughs> this is where you start pumping air, Dark Side. The pelvic thrust. Oh no! Oh, Dark Side, you're turning gay. <laughs> Dark Side's afraid he'll he'll become bisexual just by walking through the doorway. I'm gay. I'm, I'm a homo. Gonna, I like guys. I'm not gonna catch anything, am I? Okay. <laughs> All right, man, we got a recap from yesterday's program. It is entitled, I wonder what CC's buttocks smell like. I cleaned it up a little bit. Interesting. Nothing to do with content, correct? Uh, actually, it does have uh, something to do with the content. Oh, it does? Yeah. Remember we were talking about poison yesterday? Yeah? Yeah. And then you were just thinking, gee, I wonder what his, what his ass smells like? No, they're looking for a basis, dude. Oh, we got one right here. <laughs> it's that's over, Johnny. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, Nick. You played stand-up bass back in high school. I did. I did. Well, this is this is poison, not the stray cats. We're going to rock this town. Nick with the old stand-up bass. <laughs> It's a statement, man. <laughs> he played stand-up bass in the marching band. <laughs> Had a wheel on it. Not, a, not an easy gig. Okay. Um, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, the recap. Wonder what CeCe's butt smells like. Yeah, they're, they're pulled off the tour. Because I'm doing a thing. It turns out I'm going out to Minneapolis to do some sort of appearance. For, for House of Hair, it's a big radio station event. And uh, they got no band, but it looks like the... Uh-oh. Beth, no, I don't have a ticket for you. It was like Diamond Dave maybe playing. No way. Diamond Dave is out on the road. DLR. David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth doing the best, the biggest, his biggest tunes. Well, anyways, but enough of that. <laughs> Taking a break. Coming back. I wonder what CeCe's butt smells like is next on D-Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D-Snyder Radio. Zip, zip. I'm there. Cap. What a title. I wonder what CC's butt smells like. What his ass smells like. Any chance of guys been able to track CC down? Sean called him yesterday. Yeah. And I called him yesterday, left a message on his voicemail and at his home. So he doesn't call us back. No. Okay, it's because it's you. Alright, I'll have to call him later on. Alright. Sit back and enjoy the recap from yesterday's program. He just thinks it's Sean wants to like hang out and stuff. He's ducking you, throwing my name around. It's no, I, I told him that you wanted to talk to him oh. and stuff like that. You did good, Chubby. You did good. No, okay. Sean's got this dream. He's trying to work his way into the. <laughs> yeah. Dude, today I he said to me the first thing when I came <laughs> in, I don't think Faultline's going to be able to play 104 Fest 
I'm going to join Poison. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Right out there in the open. You I could it do first. it. I'm sure you could. All right. Well, let's enjoy the recap from yesterday's program. It's D-Center Radio. Yesterday, it's Radio 104. Well, diamonds are not a girl's best friend, at least according to one expert in gem therapy. New Mexico gemologist slash astrologer Howard Beckman says diamonds actually give off energy vibrations that, for about half of all people, magnify any trouble you're having in your relationship. He says the Western tradition of wearing diamond engagement rings is one of the reason why, reasons why there are so many divorces. He also says size does matter and that the larger the diamond, as in larger than a half a carat, will have the strongest effect on your love life. He says you can determine if wearing diamonds will mess up your life by having your horoscope done by an astrologer who specializes in this kind of thing. And that person can recommend other gems to wear to improve your luck in love. Beth, you're screwed. I think I don't have that. With that rock? But it only affects half of all people. Oh, but it's just taking, taking, maybe it takes longer. I haven't noticed any, any, if anything, there's been an upswing since I got it, so. So what you're all saying right. is diamonds are a man's best friend, not a girl's best friend. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> My mom has a diamond. Suzette has a diamond. She goes, we've had your ups and downs. It's not a big one. It's a little one. Dark side. For the love of God, get that rock off Michelle's hand. <laughs> it's killing you, man. <laughs> the life saving. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What, what, So, Darkseid, if I get... I didn't ask Darkseid. All right. I think he's a perfect candidate, Beth. So, if I get ordained and I can perform ah. weddings, wait, do you want me to marry you guys? No pressure. I won't be offended. Just curious. Yeah. It seemed like you would like a little weirdness. I think that's, that, that's inexpensive and kind of freaky. Yeah, I think I would do that. I think Michelle, she thinks she'd go for it? Sure. At this All point, right. yeah. At this hmm. point, she'd f- probably settle for Zalman. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Zalman. Yeah. <laughs> the Lifesavers Company is putting the middle in that hole in the famous candy, at least on a million pieces. That will be going to circulation this month as part of the Win the Whole Thing contest. If you find a filled-in lifesaver in a package of regular rolls of candy, you'll win the item that's featured on the roll, including Volkswagen Beetles and the like. They won't be filling in the holes permanently, however, as a recent poll showed 40% of consumers think the hole is what makes the candy unique, and 10% admit that they like to stick their tongues into the little hole in the middle of the lifesaver. All right, I'm in the 10%. Me too. you got to play with the little holes with the tongue. I, said, I, think, I, like <laughs> I think 10% are telling the truth and the other 90% are lying. <laughs> Liars. Yeah, it has, it has a different, uh, you know, feel in the mouth. And mm-hmm. you work the little hole sure. until it gets bigger. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. We're talking about something completely different here. This is a lifesaver, not your sphincter. <laughs> well, just how faithful is the average guy? According to a poll done by Men's Health Magazine, one in 20 married guys has cheated, and the average married man has an affair when he's 34 years old that will last for somewhere around nine months. Um, I think you timed your marriage very well, if I do the math. <laughs> I think it was well planned. Um, that's I, I'm I'm actually surprised that's low. It's pretty low, it's, and uh, pleasantly surprised yeah. actually. See, that's the, that's the thing. You know, the average guy may think about it 
you know, or live vicariously, vicariously, vicariously through those that do. But most of the guys are pretty good. That's women you should take heart in that. One in 20. That's pretty good. What is that? What is that? One in 20. What percentage is that? Five. Five percent. That's not too friggin' shabby. Right on, guys. <laughs> cool. I thought it was much worse. But then again, I'm in the world of rock and roll where five percent are actually on, you know, don't screw around. The other 95% are, so I come from a very different world than you guys do. And finally right now, Poison has called off the tour in the wake of bassist Bobby Dahl's spinal cord injury. Poison's management says Dahl had to have emergency surgery in Nebraska to replace several discs from an injury sustained on stage last week, and he'll need at least six months to recover. Wow. Yeah. What happened, to say? I don't have the information. I'm sure he was jumping around doing something. Yeah, he jumped. Yeah, he, he moves around pretty good. You saw him. Yeah. He's running around. He's pretty active. And their staging is relatively elaborate, so... Yeah, they got a lot of ramps and fire and yeah. things like that to jump off of. Oh, that's... Oh, man, that sucks. That means that booking I had out in Minneapolis must be off. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Did you know about that? No, no it's, uh, it was a weekend thing. I was getting uh, a station, a house of hair station was uh, flying me out uh, to for the Glam Slam Metal Jam thing. And they want, you know, I was going to go jam with the guys and do the whole thing to promote house of hair. I guess you're free that so, weekend now. I guess that's off. <laughs> there won't be a problem then. Okay, cross that off the calendar. Hey, wait a minute. Any shot uh, that they're going to... Go on with another bass player? I mean, Sean is ready. This is where it all begins! <laughs> I'm, re I'm, I'm in the plane right now. You know all the songs. Yes, I do. I know all the songs. I can play everything they make. Everything you know CC. It's true. They'd have to come up with a catchy name for you, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks. <laughs> no, I've got a better name than that. That was awesome. <laughs> First name Fag, last name uh. Gut. <laughs> See, your name's Gay Falker. <laughs> That's it. Gay Falker. I'll give you your name. Yeah. I'll be a good name. They need a new name for the album. Look what the tractor dragged in. <laughs> <laughs> Look what the bulldozer pulled in. Uh, we're back. Okay. And I think it's important that you people have a traffic update right now. Psycho Dan. Do you have a Euro sticker on your car? Yet. Do you? Why, you ask? Why should you get a Euro sticker? Do I really have to tell you? Obviously, so you can represent for D. Snyder Radio, help spread the disease, let people know whose side you're on, damn it. Pick a side, any side. But yet, here's another reason, Beth. Yet another reason. If just representing the show isn't enough for you, men and women, look at this letter from Maxis Orion. D, I was driving on Route 8 when I noticed a car with two D Euro stickers on it. I passed it and looked over. There was a cute girl driving that car, and as I passed, she looked over. We passed each other a few times, flirting the whole way. Then I motioned her to pull over. 
I got her phone number and email, and we have been corresponding with each other ever since. Thanks, D. Snyder Radio. Look at that. Oh, wow. I can't believe someone would pull over. <laughs> People hooking up, relationships starting because of D. Snyder Radio and the damn Euro stickers. Where can you get your Euro sticker? Well, quite simply, you can go to Radio104.com, click on the D Euro icon, and an entire list of, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 locations will open up for you. There is a, Beth, would you say we have a plethora of locations? I would definitely say that. Beth, do you know what a plethora is? <laughs> I do. I, I do. think somebody would tell somebody they have a plethora of locations, but they don't know what a plethora is. This is where you're supposed to say, could it be that once again you're <laughs> no, angry at something No, I don't know the else? whole sequence of events in, oh, in The Three Amigos. I haven't seen it in quite some time. Somebody has a homework assignment this weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> new Euro locations. Check these out. And like I said, this is just the new ones. In Ansonia, Family Laundry. In Brantford, Brantford Hobbies and Strategic Environmental Solutions. In Clinton, Aragoni Detailing LLC, and in Danbury at Gateway Country and H&D Automotive. Now in New Britain, you'll find them at Sherwin-Williams Paint Stores and New Haven, two locations, Ted's Auto Center and Westville Gourmet. In stores, Bird Dog Liquors. In Trumbull, Lake and Main Service Center. In Vernon, we are wireless. In Waterbury, it's Town Plot Spirit Shop and Skate the Planet's got them. In Watertown, find them at Depot Squares Wines and Liquors. And at Cavallo's Italian Specialty Shop slash Deli in the Oakville section of Watertown. In West Hartford, the Racket Coop's got them. <laughs> Don't mean nothing. In Agawam, Mass, find them at Country Jeep in Amherst, Mass. Which, Amherst, not a big college town. They're at mailboxes, etc. And on Long Island, Strong Island, baby, another location in Sag Harbor, out on the East End, Tight Line Tackle has got a Euro. People, do something for D Side Radio. Get a damn sticker on your car before I hurt you. All right. Time to take a break. News is coming up next. Beth. Do tell what's going on. Well, I'll give you an update on the situation with Waterbury Mayor Phil Giordano. Also, if you think President Bush has been taking a lot of vacation since he's been in office, you're right. I'll tell you how long he's actually been absent from the White House. Please, people. If you feel like you've been inappropriately touched by a boss, you're not alone. I'll give you some interesting and pretty shocking new statistics on that. Also... Bathroom etiquette of the stars. Gary Shandling is telling all about a few stars he's seen in the bathroom. Oh. Who's talking? Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling, okay. <laughs> um, also, one in three Britons lies on a job application. Are you like they are? And as far as stars go, there's been the death of a well-known character voice. I'll tell you who that is. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And reaction to Doc B's letter yesterday. He wrote in uh, with concerns about Nick and Sean and my interest in becoming an ordained minister. Okay. So we have that as well, which is kind of nice. Plus, we've got a WWF SummerSlam prize pack to give away as well. When we return with more D. Snyder Radio, this is People. It's Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Each word has more weight to it. D. Snyder Radio. That's like S&M stuff. This is going to be great. On Radio 104. Now back 
to D. Snyder Radio. I'm trying to convince people that this has actually happened. On Radio 104. That is my problem. Trying to convince people that this is actually happening. The show that is. Tomorrow it's uh, the shame of the colon. Shame of the colon? <laughs> well, yeah. Sean and I talked to that guy, Dr. Duty. I see. So you took my advice and, adju- and, and made it the shame of the whatever you're dealing with. That's right. That's a general title. Yeah. Dark side, uh, mm-hmm. is your fart machine at the ready? You're going to have a field day tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be a blast. Can't wait. Yeah, whoever has uh, intestinal problems, I think they'll find this uh, interview very informative. Beth, you know? Okay, I I really don't, but in the uh, future I may, so I'll it's listen. not enlightening. Attentively. And we'll also discuss the origins of the uh, pooch pouch, the pellicula. Well, I would, I'm trying to avoid developing a pooch pouch, so also, again, I'll listen attentively. Yeah. Could you, uh, did you find out the origins of the colostomy bag? I think we did. We might have discussed colostomy bags. We, uh, we did talk about way the back colostomy. To, they had a, in, in, in old school, they had a reed and a sheep's bladder. They used to use a reed and a sheep's bladder. It was primitive, Beth, but it functioned. Sure. Helped many, many men in the cave days. Oh, hey, you know what? These kind of radios scrambled the Summer Slam. What does that mean, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Each morning this week, we'll be giving away two Summer Slam prize packs. And those who win these SummerSlam prize packs will be qualified for the grand prize, a trip for two to San Jose, California, to check out SummerSlam live on Sunday, August 19th. This trip will include round-trip airfare for two, hotel accommodations, transportation, and tickets to San Jose, California. And like I said, you're going to be down there checking out the SummerSlam. All you got to do to qualify for the prize pack is unscramble this superstar, WWF superstar's name, and be the first one to call him to 860-666-4444. Okay, you ready? Here's the scrambled name. You have to unscramble. The name is Tucker Lenog. What kind of name is Tucker? <laughs> Scrambled name, D. I can't believe how quickly people got these yesterday. So, you know, Psycho made these Tucker. up and it's pretty tricky. Tucker Lenog. Must be Jewish. Uh, anyways, hey, you know, if you're not winning the prize pack or the grand prize, what you need to do is catch WWF SummerSlam on Sunday, August 19th. Live on AT&T and Cox in-demand pay-per-view. It's only twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> Don't get much better than that. All right. Call now if you've got the answer to Tucker Lenog. Tucker Lenog. Okay. Where was I? Mm, everything's taken care of? Oh, no. I got some reaction. Some major reaction here, as a matter of fact. Regarding Doc B's letter. D, I think Doc B might be onto something. This is from Diesel Doug Beth. Okay. Not that they're having some bizarre relationship or anything, but it is very strange that Sean had to accompany Nick into the exam room, and that coupled with the way Nick was holding the mic out in front of the stadium Thursday night, those who saw it know what I mean. I guess he's referring to the Rockcats game. Holding the mic 
out in front of the stadium. Were you? Uh, did you have a microphone? Were you? Holding uh, it in no, uh, sensual fashion? No, a few minutes uh, before you came out to greet everybody by the 104 tent to the entrance oh. of the stadium, I went out there and told everybody that you were um, coming, coming out in a few minutes, but um, I don't think I was holding the mic any differently than I normally do. I wasn't filleting the freaking microphone. <laughs> <laughs> were you holding it with your hands? <laughs> yes, it wasn't like to his toes. yeah, like it wasn't no, between it was my to legs. His, the rectal grasp. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. Hey, uh, Chris from East Hartford won the WWF prize pack, and uh, for those interested, Tucker Lenag is actually Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, WWF superstar. All right, here's a letter, and this is kind of I hope Doc B is listening because it's kind of interesting. You know, Doc B in his letter addressed. Something that bothers him as a doctor. Well, Dragon Mom, Martha Pierce, she gives the other side of the coin. And what Doc B said about wives who come in with their husbands for the examination and tell them that they're not their mothers, not their mm -hmm. husband's mother. She says, D, I'm writing a response to Doc B's letter yesterday. I am one of those wives who go into the exam room with her husband. I don't like doing it, but I have to. My husband is 66 years old. He has had open heart surgery three times. The last time he suffered a stroke and lost a great amount of his cognitive skills. He's a very smart man, always has been, and now he has a real problem articulating what the doctors need to know. I'm the one who talks to the doctors and keeps track of the dosages of his meds. I go in with him not because I think I'm his mother... Thank God she was a mean bitch. But because I love him, and yes, because I really do feel his pain. I am writing this in hope that in some way you can convey this to Doc B, that sometimes it's necessary for the wife to go in with the husband. P.S. I don't know what the real story is behind Nick and Sean, and frankly, I don't want to know. You all make my day, Dragon Mom. All right? Well, I mean, there's the other side of the coin. I'm sure that... He understands in those cases. You know, I'm sure if Doc B were on the phone, he'd say, obviously, in some cases, if the patient's not able to convey what's happening day to day, you need that second party. I'm sure he's talking about the regular guy, the physical that the guy has and the wife goes in and acts in a motherly fashion. Uh, I remember I told you I wanted to be ordained. Mm -hmm. and, and you kind of were like, who would want you to marry them? I didn't. I never said that. I got that you. I got that look from you. You gave me that. Come on. Seriously. Well, you've been putting words in my mouth lately, D. Did you, Doc? Said you saw the look. Uh, yeah, a little bit. She wasn't buying it. She wasn't buying it. That's right here. BS. D. Here's another one. My fiance and I are scheduled to be married the first week of October. I think it would be a blast to have you as the justice of the peace, and it would definitely add to the memories. Please let me know the progress of your venture so that we can plan accordingly. Another writer who wrote yesterday says, seriously, man, let us know what's going on. And here, this is really great, Jim from Granby lets me know. He says, D, I've been listening to you talking about how you want to be able to perform weddings. Well, one way to do that, and I do not know if anyone has told you this yet, is to become a notary public. Not only do they get paid to put their stamps on official documents, which saves you a few bucks, but they're also legally able to perform weddings. Really? I don't is that know. True? I don't know. She's, he says one of our friends is one, and he has done several weddings for mutual friends of ours. I think that all you have to do is take a very short class, pass the test, and then you're ready to go. I'll bet you can get all set well in time for Beth's wedding. 
Hope this helps. You can do it! Is that true, people? Notary publics? If I was a notary, could I, besides saving three bucks every time I need something notarized, could I marry people? Inquiring minds want to know. Okay, call me and let me know or write to me if you know anything about that. Now it is time for the news. Waterbury Mayor Philip Giordano may remain in federal custody for months awaiting trial on child sex charges. A U.S. District Court judge denied bail for him yesterday. The mayor had expected to post bail after a hearing and return to work today. Meantime, Waterbury Alderman voted last night to ask Giordano to resign. If he doesn't, some of the aldermen say they'll try to force him out of office. He's a child molester! They must really think this guy is guilty. Well, I'm not a lawyer, but I think that there are a few circumstances where somebody is denied bail. One, that the evidence seems overwhelming that he might be a danger or that they think he's really a flight risk i don't know which yeah. it is in this case everything is sealed all the public and press are able to know is the outcome of what happened yesterday and that's that he's not getting out is uh, you may not be a lawyer but you're very close to one yes you're soon to be husband I talked with him lawyer. a little bit yesterday. He's not a criminal lawyer, but he does yeah, but know the basics, obviously. The basics. Um, and did he say that to you? Well, I speculated that it had to be one of those reasons. And he said, yeah, he probably figured that the judge, for one of those reasons, that he's a flight risk or that he seemed like a danger. But it's all speculation on everybody's part, even other attorneys' parts. This is incredibly unfair. Yeah. With, with Giordano's track record, they consider him to be a risk guy. I don't see it, but... He okay. banned his family from that hearing. I think that's incredibly da damning, you know, to not even want his family present. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up. We, I appreciate the support, but um, you might want to keep the kids at home. He didn't yeah. even let his wife in there or his mother or sister or brother. Whoops. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Oops. Snagged. I don't hey, Dark Side. Giordano? He's seen the Rocky Horror Show 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> he knows all of the comebacks. Look what happened to him. <laughs> well, Connecticut can now add another national title to its trophy case. Besides having the highest per capita income in America, the state now has the highest percentage of residents claiming Italian ancestry. Connecticut has taken yes. away that yeah. title from Rhode Island. 16.4% of Connecticut residents say they have Italian ancestry, compared to Rhode Island's 15.9%. How about that, Nicholas? Very nice. <laughs> he's from Massachusetts. Yeah, but he's What's a resident that? of Connecticut now. Yeah, that's right. Sort of. Mm -hmm. Staying at his sister's I'm a place. leading Italian yeah. citizen in this community. Yes. You never invite me over for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Are you surprised? Make me your by first that? child be a masculine child. Yeah, I mean, I see, I see, <laughs> see a lot of Spanish people around. You know what I mean? We get confused of, sometimes, aren't you? Yeah, maybe that's it. They're confusing Spanish with Italian. That's right. <laughs> we gotta run those people out of here. You know what I mean? Those Run those people out of here. Well, we got to take the South End back. I'm fearing that the South End is turning a little bit too Hispanic for our liking. And Some uh, people without brains sure do an awful lot of talking. sure you want to keep going down this road, Nick? Well, no, I'm just I'll saying. I'll pull a plug. Yeah. Could it be that once again you are angry at something else and are looking to take it out on me? You're outrageous. I'll pull a plug on his wife's support, Beth. 
Frankly, we're taking it back. <laughs> well, I mean, From these people. <laughs> well, Franklin Ave is, you know, always a staple here in Hartford of the, uh, you know, Italian community. Sure. However, um, you know. That, Did you say however? <laughs> but that whole South End however. area. However. Yeah, that whole South End area is. We're in danger of losing Listen, our. You got bigger fish there. to fry, um, you know, Mr. Uh, stinking Garlic Clove over there. <laughs> uh, why don't you, if you want to do some work, you and the boys, why don't you head down to Little Italy? You're being overrun by Chinatown. Oh, yeah. Little Italy used to be like I don't know a square, a, a quarter of a square mile. Now it's like two blocks. Hmm. Uh oh, Nick. That's a big battle. People yeah. have all come to Connecticut. The Italians, yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah. Take Those up. guys know karate. Oh, take out the big guns for that one. Well, before you get in more trouble, I'll move on. President Bush goes back out into the Texas heat this morning. He'll be doing some symbolic hammering and nailing. He plans to help build a Habitat for Humanity house near his ranch in Texas. He'll be doing that for a full 15 minutes. That's part of his month-long getaway from the White House. Now, if hey, that's longer than Ozzy jumped rope, okay? <laughs> if you've been wondering just how long he's been away from the White House since he was put into office, Washington Post says he spent... 42% of his time on vacation since his inauguration. <laughs> oh my God. Newspaper says he spent 54 days at his ranch in Texas, four days at Kinneybunkport in Maine, and 38 days at Camp David. So far? So far. He just started I his month-long vacation. <laughs> Well, the White House is billing his trip to Texas as a working vacation to allow him to work on matters of state and to meet, quote, real Americans. Oh, man. He said, quote, Washington, D.C. is a fine place, and I'm honored to be working in the Oval Office and staying in the compound there. But I'm the kind of person that needs to get outdoors to keep my mind whole and my spirits up. His mind whole? <laughs> <laughs> Is that like the other end? I don't I mean, when you start here at Clear Channel, I don't even think you get a week until you've worked here a year. Well, he's his president, so you expect you to have more time than that. But, but... Uh, 42%? <laughs> he, That's a lot of time off. He has had... Let's see, what is it? He's taken... They're talking about the month off he's taken... Uh, no president in 30 years has taken a month vacation. It's not the world doesn't stop. It's not like a, a slow book or something like that. I realize he is getting some briefings and he's working on some matters of state, but it does seem like a really long break. Yeah, I'm instead of, you know what, my new, I got to remind me to call him though, call agent. New contract instead of bank holidays. I want Bush holidays. <laughs> I also, it seems odd to me that he would elect to spend a month in Texas in August. Yeah, why not Kenny Bunkport no up in the northeast? Get up into the New England area. He's baking out there. He's not. He's not all there, Beth. I guess not. not very me. bright. I guess you were right. Any chance that he'll have heat stroke? <laughs> well, the engine's running, but. Uh, there's nobody behind the wheel. Since he's only spending 15 minutes working on the Habitat for Humanity house, I wouldn't think he's going to come down with heat stroke. They showed him working down there. It was a still photo. <laughs> a still. They didn't, he wasn't working long enough to get any video on it. It was a snapshot. <laughs> here, George, hold this. Whoa. He's like Vinnie Barbarino. This here. Where? 
<laughs> right in front of you. Whoa. Who? Whoa. Hey, okay, we need a traffic updates. Psycho Dan, what's up? The new poll done by Mademoiselle Magazine found female readers said an alarming 20% of them had been touched against their will by a boss. Nearly half of those who were harassed harassed have either quit their jobs or have tried to ignore the harassment. 65% of those surveyed said they had caught a co-worker undressing them with their eyes. Okay, that's not allowed? <laughs> I don't know if that's technically allowed or not. Do they talk about, like, uh, any guys who were touched by their boss in there, or was it just females? Well, this was uh, Mademoiselle readers, which I think mostly are women. So maybe Sean, Men's Health can do that you, kind of a poll. Yeah, Sean, you have to wait to be polled by a man's magazine. That was a real sweetheart. <laughs> um, undressing with eyes. <laughs> that's illegal. Well, I don't know if it's illegal. This mag You'd have to check with the company handbook. I don't remember that they said that was illegal in our meeting. I suppose if you're consistently leering at someone, that creates what they call the hostile working environment. Great ass! Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, there's, 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 there's different kinds. There's overt mm -hmm. undressing with the eyes is where they see you and you're looking right at them and you're kind of... Uh, Giving them the elevator, them. the up and down. Yeah, yeah. up and down. And that's, I would say that's invasive. But if you guys ain't looking... Hey, you know, who's getting hurt? Oxide? Game on. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Beth? Well, I suppose if I don't know about it. Do you mind? <laughs> I mean, not me. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just curious because you know what Nick's doing in there all morning long. Well, like big, I'm wearing miniskirts and fishnet stockings into work. Like some of the people who work here. <laughs> it's a great place of employment. I drink to that. I'm wearing khakis and sandals and a t-shirt today, so. Might I suggest a body bag? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But if you are looking, I think it is sort of improper to do the leering thing. And if the tongue is hanging out, that's really crossing the line. If you don't know it? What about in the privacy of your own home? What do you mean? You know, if, if uh, a co-worker of yours in the privacy of his own home was addressing you with his eyes. Well, I suppose that's his prerogative. In his mind. <laughs> do you find that flattering in any way? Uh, that's an interesting question. I, su I suppose in a really creepy way. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's nice to meet a fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know Nick Tully does it with me, and I'm like, all right, what am I wearing? Is it 84? Stay hungry outfit. <laughs> I'm like, all right, knock yourself out. <laughs> well, scientists say women who are in a long-term relationship go through menopause later than those who are not in a long-term relationship. They speculate it could be because the scent given off by men holds back the female body clock. Menopause happens when the ovaries stop working and has side effects like hot flashes, of course. Researchers at UMass compared the lifestyles of women with an average age of 51. They found married women went into menopause on average at age 50 and three months. Single women began menopause at age 48. Other lifestyle factors failed to explain the difference. Well, if smells involved, none of the females in Darkside's family are ever going to go into menopause. <laughs> Michelle's going to be menstruating into her 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Darkside's mother's still capable of getting knocked up. <laughs> well, an Englishman has had the full lyrics from Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven tattooed on his back. <laughs> oh, please. 38-year-old Gordon Roy says it's a tribute to a friend who died in a car accident. Great, on your back, so it only offends people have to look at you. <laughs> the black tattoo took over three hours to complete and cost around $100. He said it may sound crazy, but it was not a spur-of-the-moment thing. He and his friend love this song, and people have told him it's an amazing tattoo and keep asking to look at it. The tattoo artist who, who did it said it's the strangest request ever they've ever had. Well, the lyrics are so meaningful. There's a lady who knows all that glitters is gold. And Beth, she's buying a stairway to heaven. Yes, she is. It's very, very heavy. Our own Sean, the intern, has recently had a new piece done on his back. It's the <laughs> lyrics to the French mistake. <laughs> Throw out your hands, stick out your tush, hands on your hips, give them a push. <laughs> You'll be surprised you're doing the French mistake. Voila! Yeah. Yep. And everybody stops him and says, can I read your back? <laughs> hey, at least it's shorter than Sarah to heaven, Sean. Do you mind right. if I move some of the hair out of the way? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Well, Gary Shanling <laughs> says that free throws aren't the only thing Shaquille O'Neal misses. Apparently, he has quite a reputation for missing the urinal as well. Oh! Shanling, who is lifting the lid on bathroom etiquette of the stars in the upcoming issue of Gear Magazine, says he once observed Shaq using an adjoining urinal at the Staples Center and said he missed everything. <laughs> I'm not sure he didn't miss the wall. He also observed X-File star David Duchovny standing behind him at a urinal with his pants already down, which he says is apparently a big no-no in urinal etiquette. Quick show of hands. Guy standing behind you with his pants open, ready to go. No-no? I yeah. agreed. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think he's got the money there. <laughs> you know, you would think that... I don't understand what Shaquille O'Neal's problem is. You would think he would just lay it in the urinal. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> and it goes. You know, I mean, I mean, how can you miss the things sitting on the mint? <laughs> Maybe it's a backsplash. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> and it's deep, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> I totally was visualizing that whole thing <laughs> well they're hoping that you think of it as a toothpaste that you can chew Procter and Gamble in cooperation with Wrigley, are developing a line of Crest chewing gum. They say the multi-billion dollar project will be a gum, mint, and <laughs> breath freshener all in one. Under the agreement, Wrigley will make the gum using oral health care technology developed by Procter & Gamble. 
They'll distribute it to supermarket checkout aisles, convenience stores, and gas stations. And they'll also put the product on the dental care shelves and in dentists' offices. Look for it in about a year. There are several brands of gum already on the market claiming dental benefits, but none has received the seal of approval from the American Dental Association. Note to self, call stockbroker by Procter & Gamble. (laughs) What do you think, Beth? I would like to check it out, I'm sure, when it comes out. I haven't really gone in for any of the dental care gum yet. It's pretty expensive. And if you look at the research, which I have, (laughs) it doesn't show that there are that many more benefits rather than just chewing traditional sugar-free gum. Now, the sugar-free gum, as you call it, Mm -hmm. sugar-free gum, is it... How is it that it actually... You know, that it actually helps prevent tooth decay or whatever it does. Well, they say that if you can't brush and you've eaten something or had something sugary, that it does help remove some of the plaque that's sitting on top of your teeth. And uh, I I think I heard something about this. It's also like because it produces, helps produce saliva, the saliva washes. So if not like yourself, you don't have floss and a toothbrush and a toothpaste at your desk at all times. Mm Mm-hmm. Chewing a sugar-free gum could clean it up. That's what they say. So this dental gum is it's what got a toothpaste in it. I don't know what they'll have in it. Some kind of fluoride, possibly. Oh, so they they don't say specifically, you know. But it's by Crest, so it'll mm-hmm. say Crest on it. Right. I hear they've got a new indoor C actually. Yeah. You know who that is. <laughs> Mr. Red is going to be on horse. I'm Mr. Red. <laughs> It's the first time Perfect. a horse has actually endorsed a product. <laughs> actually, I'm lying. It's Julia Roberts. Well, did you know that one in three people in England lies on a job application? This is according to a new survey. I assume that a lot of people are doing it here in the U.S. as well. They say the lies vary from relatively harmless claims about what their hobbies are to lying about career histories and even their criminal records. It said 18% admitted lying on applications and they thought it was necessary to exaggerate because employers actually expected them to do so and most people actually get away with it. A third of managers questioned by the poll said they rely on gut instincts rather than time-consuming background checks of applications. They found more men than women lied on their applications. Well, I haven't had to fill out a job application in a very long time. I haven't either. Did you fill one out for the, for the initially for this gig? I, Not this gig, yeah. but your... When I initially interviewed with this company, I had a few interviews and I handed in a resume. I suppose they mean lying on your resume as well. Uh, I don't think I lied on my resume. There's a possibility? I'm sure I didn't. Okay. I didn't have much of a resume to speak of at that point. Basically, college and CVS and lifeguarding. Still have to glamorize those. You know, <laughs> camp counselor. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of experience. Uh, announcer at summer camp, at band camp. Uh, Dark Side Dave? I've lied on every single one of them. Including? Including this one. That's yeah. grounds for termination. Is it really? Oh, sure. Six and a half years ago? 
They're not going nowhere. I didn't lie on any of them. <laughs> not a single one of them. I think it usually is in most places if they find out that you lied. If they find they can out. Use it I mean, you. technically, yeah. I mean, technically, you know, okay, I might have fibbed a little bit, but who cares? Who's keeping track? And you were never convicted. No, 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 no. So. Not at all. So what was it like? Like white lies? Like have you ever had sex in the studio with a listener? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever gotten high in the parking lot outside the station? Of course not. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> do you worship Satan? <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. They can't ask you things like that anyway. Dark side. Exactly. That's America. personal. That's right. Yes. What yeah. about you, Nick? When you came in here. Swinging dick, green suit, fresh out of uh, Columbia School of Broadcasting, I believe. <laughs> yeah, Columbia. Columbia School. Sure. <laughs> I, he's an Ivy Leaguer. Juanville oh, oh. <laughs> does is my mentor, yeah. Uh, no, I, I've never believed... Columbia, it, South American. Believe it or not, the meatpacking plant in the industrial hose factory that I worked at, I never had to fill out applications, really, at those places. Really? And then I just kind of walked in here with, the hose my, again. with my suit and stuff, and they were like, you're hired, man. Or they actually no, they never really hired me. They just had me go out in the car wash, and uh, everything started from there, kind of. <laughs> so, so would you lie? I would have to lie about this job. I, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on future job yeah. applications, definitely. Everybody yeah. exaggerates. Everybody does. Do you have any experience in radio? <laughs> no. <laughs> because I've actually sent out resumes in the time that I've been employed with this company, not since you came, D. But right. prior to that, and I think, you know, everybody takes liberties in, in describing the positions held at former employers. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I told Psycho Dan, you know, who contributes to this show, that, you know, he can... On his resume now, he can write traffic reporter. He can write writer on the D side of radio. He can write, you know, I mean, and he's a glorified intern. He's answering the phones, for God's sake. Oh, sakes, come but, on. He does but, a lot. No, but he does. But, I mean, you know, but when, what, but when you put that writer on the show and you see writer, he, and he does write. He does. But when you're just reading writer, it sounds a lot... Mm -hmm. bigger traffic reporter you know oh he does traffic oh okay he does try you know it's, it's just that's it's, that in and of itself it just just writing on a paper makes it seem like more than it actually is <laughs> it's not like he's on out there on the streets in the helicopter okay we're over route number nine i mean he's just going down the hall and getting a piece of paper for god's sake <laughs> he comes in here we play some music and he reads here's johnny yeah, traffic reporter <laughs> He's ready. He's ready for the helicopter. He's Les Nesman, for God's sakes. Well, Mark Wahlberg is getting some serious backup on his upcoming film, Rockstar. He plays a metal god in the movie and will sing some original tunes written by Sammy Hagar and played by musicians from Ozzy's band and Dokken, as well as Jason Bonham on drums. That's right. I'm well aware of that. Yes, yeah. they've got a superstar band. Jeff Pilson, the bass player from Dawkins, in there. I think Zach Wild is on guitar. Who was that? Was that Ozfest with the mm -hmm. Black Label Society? Uh, Jason Bonham on drums. Yeah, this, this movie's been in the works for a long time. Stars Jennifer Aniston also. Yeah, no, Jennifer. It's, it's based on that Ripper Owen, the new singer for Judas Priest's 
life where he was in a cover band for Judas Priest and he got the gig with the band and they basically took his life and turned it into a movie. I've heard some people, actually they had an advanced screening for the entertainment industry a couple months ago in New York City. I know some people went, they said it was pretty good. Said That's it was good. entertaining, That's funny. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, is it set in the 80s? Because he's so. got the full on 80s doing everything. And she does also, I've seen some of the previews. Does she? Yeah. How she look, like a groupie slut? It's tough to tell. They really just flash around for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Jamie Foxx will be emceeing the MTV Video Music Awards when they happen September 6th on television. They're broadcast live from the Met. So check him out. See how he does. Good choice. He's, what, you don't think he's funny? No, I just think it's going to be boring. How many videos does MTV really play nowadays? Give him all it's true. an award. It's true. They should bring Chris Rock back. He was better. He was good. Well, you may not know his name, but you probably know his voice. Lorenzo Music, who has provided the distinctive voice of the Garfield cartoon Cat, has died at the age of 64. He suffered from lung cancer. He also has quite a career in the industry. He was on Rhoda. Yeah, he worked on Rhoda. Rhoda. He played the... Carlton the Doorman. Carlton the Doorman, who you didn't see, but you heard. He also was a writer for the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. He wrote the theme song for the Bob Newhart Show. And he, along with his partner, also came up with the idea for Rhoda. They created the entire spinoff. He did mornings in Providence. As well, he's a he's a triple threat guy, yeah. or quadruple threat guy. Everybody knows that voice, the voice of Garfield. Sure. He's had almost that stoned kind of mm-hmm. voice going on. Nick, there's an opening. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new Garfield. <laughs> it's your calling. Where's Base- my bottle? Baseball yesterday, Tampa Bay over the Yankees three two. Oakland beat the Red Sox five two. Mets shut out Milwaukee three nothing. Hazy, hot, humid, upper 90s today. Tonight, muggy. It'll stay in the 70s. And tomorrow, they're calling for hazy, hot, and depressively humid with a high near 100. Right now, it's 74 at 733. It is really hot. It is brutally hot. Manhattan was nightmarish yesterday. I mean, seriously. This isn't cool, man. (laughs) I appreciate it if you cut the crap, okay? <clears throat> because it was really brutal yesterday, and it's, it's still going to be brutal. They keep saying, they keep saying it's going to break, but... Saturday. Is Saturday now? Friday night, it's supposed to rain. And the weekend oh, will be, be cooler, good. yeah. We could use that. Okay, taking a break, coming back. Brand new On the Road with Mudbone. Sagan's Evas with Psycho Dan. 104's Fest tickets to give away. Reaction to read. Life is good. It's D Snyder Radio. Where are you going to go? It's Radio 104. D Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio, Radio 104. Speaking of getting nuts. Now back to D Snyder Radio. I'm very fired up. On Radio D. Snyder Radio, it's Ask D. Snyder Radio. Got a question? No biggie? Email it to us at CaptainHowdy at ClearChannel.com. CaptainHowdy at ClearChannel.com. Anything. No question is too simple or too complicated, too silly or too serious. Right, Beth? You got it, D. We take on all comers. We do. We really do. And Friday, D-Sign Radio Family Feud. 
What are you waiting for? Head on over to Radio104.com. Click on the uh, click on our part of the webpage. Go to the Peeps poll. Answer this week's survey questions, please. We need a sampling, a real true sampling from the Peeps. What are you thinking about the important questions on our mind? Like, what does Darkseid's ass really smell like? Things like that. Yes, we know, gas. It certainly does. Let me tell you about 104 Fest. I'm sure you've heard about it already. It's selling like hotcakes, but I need to reiterate. It is Monday, September 3rd, Labor Day. Why don't I finish your summer off with a bang? Head on over to ctnow.com, Meadows Music Theater, and check out 25 bands for 25 bucks. That's pavilion or lawn seat, doesn't matter what, 25 bucks. And it's more than music, it's a, it's a scene. It's a, dare I say, Beth, it's a tradition. I think it is. There, I said it. It's a Hartford, Connecticut, Radio 104 tradition, Radio 104 Fest. And listen to this lineup. Blink-182, Saliva, Alien, Ant Farm, Sum-41, Scapegoat, Wax, Good Charlotte, Newfound, Glory, Crystal, Method, Cold, Stroke, Nine, Dave, Navarro, Local Legends, Fault Line, Throne, Sybil, Grover, Dill, Facing Sideways. Okay? I mean, it's just, it's just, it's a party in the park. And you can get your tickets now through alltickets.com locations, Meadows Box Office, Strawberries, Coconuts, LaSalle Music, Charge by Phone. Pick up the phone, 203-265-1501, or purchase online at Radio104.com. Or be calling number 10 right now to 860-666-4444 and win a pair of tickets. Free, a $50 value. Not, not to mention the additional charges you might pay. Okay, call now, win the tickets, life is good. Well, folks, it's summertime. Summertime for everybody is travel time, and who better to... Just to show you the ropes of travel than our own Mudbone. Let's see what he's up to. Welcome to On the Road with Mudbone. Hop in, ease the seat back, and enjoy the ride. As the summertime heat becomes more and more unbearable, the only logical place to visit is the cool and cozy confines of the Iron Curtain, Russia. Don't waste your time trying to catch a glimpse of Russia's most prized landmark, Anna Konnikova, because that cummy bitch is too stuck up to chill with a brother from Harlem. However, if you've ever been to Russia, or even just seen some of the underground CIA anti-communist propaganda, then you know there ain't much else to do in Russia other than get drunk off your ass with Boris Yeltsin and chuck empty vodka bottles at the polar bear. Eventually, them polar bears get pissed and start chucking the bottles right back at you. So perhaps you should at least attempt to seek out the finest piece of ass ever to come out of Siberia. First, you will need to gather some expensive gift for Miss Anna. Mama always said, if you want to taste a sweet potato pie, your ass better have some collateral. Do not panic if you have no rubles. The Russian peasants are always willing to trade valuable goods for some American imports. For example, you can trade your FUBU blue jeans for a luxury mink coat. Hopefully, you won't be needing any pants if you do actually get to meet Miss Anna. Exchange some Beetle records for a couple of pricey Fabergé eggs. 
Also, you should be able to get more than a few diamonds for your Nina since the Russian military is desperate for weapons ever since they foolishly threw away all the nuclear bombs. Now that you have many gifts for Miss Anna, you can head to Moscow. Be aware that the Russian peasant referred to Miss Anna as the Great Putin, as in Putin Pie. I've been told that Miss Anna, or the Great Putin, lives in a castle that looks much like a giant Hersey kiss that is called Kremlin. Unfortunately, this is as far as my traveling tips go since I never had the opportunity to wine and dine the Great Putin. My only last advice to you if you should be able to get that beautiful high-priced hole in the sack. Whip out everything you got and do it in the butt. <laughs> and remember, to stay cool in the summertime, fill your ice tray with Kool-Aid, insert toothpicks, and let freeze. Presto, ghetto popsicles. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the ride. Join us again next week when we'll be on the road with Mudbone. Oh, man. If Anna only knew, if Anna only knew, she is the, she's, she's what's going on over there in, in the <laughs> former USSR. Hey, Margie from Southbury won the tickets to 104 Fest, so uh, you can stop calling now. We'll have more to give away in the near future. Hey, let's get a traffic update. Sagan's Voss coming up. Got some reaction to yesterday's hypothetically. Psycho, what's up? Hey, Psycho, I hope you didn't take offense to what I was saying about your resume and your contributions to the show. You do a lot, make a lot of contributions. The point I was making is if you were making a resume today, you could write traffic reporter, writer, game show host <laughs> on your resume. And you, and you would be telling the truth, but... You know, it wouldn't exactly, when someone reads game show host, they're not thinking Sagazi Voss on D. Snyder Radio. They're <laughs> thinking, you know, Pat Sajak, okay? But you're not lying. I understand. So it's a, that's the point I was trying to make. Not that you do not contribute to our show. You certainly do. It's all good. Important part. And Sagazi Voss is coming up, so. Uh, I just got some reaction here <coughs> from Hypothetically yesterday. That's where you write in with Hypothetical uh, situations. Oh, yeah, you know what else you can put on that resume? Sean Basher. <laughs> put that on there. You're good at bashing Sean's. Um, you sent, this way you send in questions to Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. Not questions, but hypothetical situations. Like, what if Nick needed a kidney? Which, you know, that kind of thing. And we answer the questions on the show. Or we, bat, we I don't know, we just sort of talk about it a little bit and, and discuss. Well, here's some reaction to yesterday's. Mark Thunder... Regarding the question of where would we sleep if we had the room together, he just says there is no reason for a man to sleep in a bed with another man. There are couches, love seats, chairs with ottomans and the floor. Why not the bathtub? Throw in a few pillows and a few blankets. Boom. No real man crawls into bed with another man. What's, the, what's the big deal? Spoken like a true homophobe. Yeah, Mark really. Thunder. I mean, who cares? You're just Mark, sleeping. Well, I mean, obviously, Mark... In the real world, I'd probably, I would, I think I'd probably opt to sleep. But well, first of all, I would take the bed and put Nick on the floor. But the point is, somebody would sleep on the floor rather, than, you know. But this is the question posed was, what if? You can't sit there and say, well, no, what if? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing. I mean, yeah, that's just, it was just a, you know, 
imagination game here. Even Darkseid went for it. My God. Um, Sona Woman, some good observations from yesterday's show. She said she was cracking up uh, to our answers with hypothetical and who we share a bed with. She liked the question about the fart machine dying. She says one of her favorite sound bites is the new one. With the guy screaming in the field at Ozfest, the guy who's lost at Ozfest. Yeah! The thing, the thing about that. Oh, later on, by the way, someone write in. They know who that is. They went uh -huh. to school with him. No. So, How can you tell? They, it's his signature. They say, and they describe him in detail. Wow. They want to know if it's him. <laughs> hey, he works. <laughs> he found his friends. Uh, we'll read that later on. Um, so anyway, she said, I, I, that's definitely true. You know, your favorite sound bites tend to go in waves because there's a new one, you know, that you kind of enjoy. Like, like Beth, you like duly noted, mm -hmm. which is a relatively new one. Duly noted. <laughs> uh, okay, and she also says, just that she's sort of stunned, you know, that when Nick said that, not, not only that, the one stunned that he would watch the porn video with you in it, Beth, but that he would, said he would tell you in the middle of a conversation, <laughs> like, uh, by the way, Beth, saw your movie last night. Yeah. <laughs> but that's because Nick is not all that great at keeping information. He busts out with stuff. <laughs> he, like, he would be trying to hold it and then it would just like fall out of his right. mouth. Yeah, I can see that. You hear that, Todd? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that deserves a duly noted from Todd. <laughs> uh, and duly noted. Way. Thank you. Uh, here, Crash Weasel writes, this is the thing about mouth-to-mouth -mouth with the herpes victim. He thinks the better part of what if, you know, of the hypothetical would have been if we guys ended up giving mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation to a fellow friend and after the fact noticed, I'm trying to change the words because he's rather gra graphic, but sores in the person's mouth. And he, and he says, the reason I say this is because in an emergency situation, people are quick to react without thinking. I know you wanted to stay away from serious issues, but I feel it would pl have played out better in that context, seeing that it's more realistic. Well, first of all, Crash Weasel, I don't want to stay away from serious issues. Uh, we're not uh, afraid of them. Give us a good creative one, and we'll, uh, we'll address it. Uh, but, you know, that's just, a, that was the whole thing. It's not, I think it's less funny. Of course we're going to help our friend out. You know, but, but seeing the sores on his mouth and sitting there, well, who's going to do the job? You know, that's a different, that's, that's funnier. Brian Fachikope, offering a certified Red Cross instructor, says he's willing to come down and give us classes on the air. Great. Says, of course, it'll have to be modified. The course is eight hours long and mm -hmm. does get boring in some parts. Doesn't make for good radio. <laughs> two full days of hey, CPR There's two lessons. days, Beth. There's two days, Nick. <laughs> two four-hour classes on the go. air. <laughs> okay, everybody practice breathing. Um, regarding if the fart machine broke, Eric from Waterbury says he didn't, doesn't think we could get through. What are we, the hell are we going to do this weekend without, okay, faggot, what's next? <laughs> We'd be kind of lost. And the last letter comes in from Bud from Tolland. <clears throat> and it's subject dark side's porn career. Remember that came up? It says D, I agree that seeing Dave's hairy ass would be a bit much to take. But giving up porn altogether seems a bit drastic. So uh, here are a few porn titles to avoid. See he just thinks by avoiding certain titles, you you know, you, you really 
reducing your chances of accidentally stumbling on one of Darkside Dave's pornographic ventures. Titles to avoid. Wookie Nookie. Stay away from that. Star Wars. Star Wars. You don't want to. <laughs> That's probably a real one. Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Tale for the Dark Side. <laughs> and Breaking Wind in the Willows. Hmm. Just a heads up from Bud from Tallwind. Stay away from those titles, Bye. people. Very amusing. <laughs> Tale for the Dark Side. <laughs> All right. Well, without any further ado, people, it is time for the big game that everybody's talking about. And now, Dee Snyder Radio presents America's favorite game show. It's Sagan Sebas. Here he is, your host with the most, Psycho Dan. Good morning, Hartford. Good morning, D. Snyder Radio. It's good to be back with you guys. I'm here every day, I know. Just kidding. Well, D, how do you feel about last week's game? Okay. Funny! Very amusing! I thought that was really funny, Psycho. It was a good one. I need those applause signals. All right, anyway. Funny again! Stop it. I'm a little under the weather. I'm doing the best I can. I know, you have a sore throat. D, how do you feel about last week's big win? I am still basking in the afterglow of my win last week. As a matter of fact, I'm announcing my retirement from the game. <laughs> I want to leave on a high note. I'm quitting. I'm going to sit back on this one. No, yeah, I'm ready to play. Yeah. I'm, I'll put my title on the line. And, and, and let's not forget, listeners, that if you know an answer... Call into 860-666-4444. You could be a lifeline, and you could win a D. Snyder Radio prize pack. All right. Last week, I gave away a uh, much-coveted giant painting. I don't know what it was titled. Probably something like schizophrenia because it was really wacky. I wanted to get more, you know, just more back to normal this week. And I felt bad because I was a little under the weather yesterday. I couldn't run out and grab a prize. So I looked around the house, and what came in the mail just a couple days ago, my tax refund check from George W. Ooh. It's right here. I know. Nick has been eyeing it ever since I came into the studio. That's what you're giving away? Let me be honest. I'm not going to tell you how much is in the check. I'm just saying uh, it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Cash prize. You're signing that over to us? I definitely will. That's awesome. All right. So just know you could be playing for up to 300 cash. Whoa. Uh, realizing, of course, the term up to includes right. the number zero. <laughs> yes, D. You're always smart on these, D. All right. The order this week, we're going to start with Dark Side, then Nick, then we'll throw it to Beth, who was not far behind D last week, and then we'll go to last week's big champion, Mr. D. Snyder. All right. Big what? man. That's right. Once again, you guys all have lifelines. Listeners, if you know the answer, only if you know the answer, please call in. You will be used as a lifeline. All right. I guess we're ready to start, Dark Side. Play the first clue for yourself. A person who usually makes uh, an ass out of himself. Morning show producers? No. Nick, time for revenge? Uh, morning show engineers? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bethany. Um, what is a court jester? All <laughs> no, indeed. I'm going to go old school here. One, one step further, Beth, was a harlequin. <laughs> wow, you, what you did old school me. Yeah, what is a harlequin? It's Corchester. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say, D. All right, next clue, Dark Side. 
It's a person who goes with you to pick out an engagement ring. Oh, um, you shopped for an engagement ring. Don't makes an ass out of himself. Shops for an engagement ring. I don't know what, what's uh, what's a man. <laughs> oh, well. that was awful, Nick. Put the clues together. Um, I don't know. This question sucks. <laughs> You're out for this whole question. Forget it. All right, what do you think, Beth? What is a good buddy? <laughs> Wrong. Andy. Put the clues together. First makes an ass out of himself. And an assessor. What is an assessor? Oh, that's a good guess. That was really good. I wish I could give you a point, Thank but you. I can't. All right, last you know, clue. That's why I'm champ. Last clue. I think this yeah. is going to open things up a bit. Dark side, go ahead. It's the guy who rings the bell at the boxing matches. This guy again, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> what do you think, Dark Rings Side? The bell or the boxing match? Yeah, that last clue. Um, uh, bellhop. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna get it, Nick. You were a dick last time, so we do have we'll two lifelines on the phone. All right, we're gonna move on to Beth. We do have lifelines. I'm gonna go with a lifeline. Wow. All right, Beth. Would early you like in the game. Jan from Southington or sure. Christine from Bristol. I'll take Jan. Okay. All right, Jan. Hi. Hi, Jan. Welcome, welcome to the show, Jan. Uh, make Beth's day. Okay. What is a jackass? No. Sorry, oh, Sorry, Jan. Nice try. Thanks, Jan. Mm-hmm. I was right. thinking that earlier. All right. Lifeline is gone. D, do you think you know the answer? Ring. Ring came up in a couple of the clues. I thought yes, that was it did. interesting. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go, uh, it seems early, but I'm going with Mike from Harwinton, wherever that is. Mike, get me a point, man. Set me up. What is the answer? What's a groom? No. <laughs> Sorry. No, Mike. No more oh, life. You too. Okay, All right. Well, so the answer was... Wait a minute. Let me see if Christine from Bristol sure. knows the answer. No okay, give her a shot. Christine, you got a chance at a prize pack here. What do you think it is? Um, I was going to guess uh, Twisted Sister. <laughs> okay. No. And Ken from Oxford. I want to give away prize packs. Ken, what do you think it is? <laughs> All right, what is the answer? All right, the correct answer is what is a ringer? I was going to say that, but it seems so simple. Go with your instincts, Beth. Come on, you were a 10-time champion at this game. I know. Go with your instincts. Don't worry, guys. We got five more questions mm. to blow through. However, Dee and Beth, you both lost your lifelines. Hi All ever. right, Dark Side, go ahead. Hi throw, ever. The, throw the first clue out there for you. Now, listen to this first clue. I know there's a lot of information okay. in this first clue, guys. Go ahead. The boys should keep their socks on so they won't get nothing from the girls. A disease. So they should keep a sock on it. A safety. A sock is a safety. Put a sock on it. Because you don't know who that girl was with. You might get a disease. Or AIDS. That isn't cured with a a little needle. (laughs) Holy (laughs) crap. I don't understand. I just asked the questions and she went off. That was overwhelming. Yes. All right. This is a popular phrase. All right. Keep a sock on it. Dark side. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. Sock hop. Oh, not a sock hop, Nick. It's a Jimmy hat. A Jimmy hat. Love bone. No. All right, Beth. What is the uh, wrap your rascal? 
How do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Wrap your rascal. You dare to give any more details? Well, I believe that's a popular phrase. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right, that's wrong. D? Uh, what is in the bag? <laughs> oh, next clue uh, for Dark We already side. got a lifeline, Jim, from uh, Middletown standing by in case you need a dark side. When people want to do their thing and people want to hold them back, but you just want to do what you want because it's good for the human condition. <laughs> oh, man. What is this all it's about? It's a popular phrase. Popular phrase. Yeah, it's very popular. popular. People holding you back. Um, being oppressed by the man. No, wrong. Nick. Uh, rolling the hay. Oh, sorry. Oh, my game doesn't suck. Beth. What is be fruitful and multiply? Ho, D. <laughs> Boo. What is blow my fuse? <laughs> blow my fuse. Oh, that first clue was such a big... Help. Well, I guess not. All right, we throw it to the last clue for Darkseid. Don't and forget. And a lot of lifelines. Yeah, on Nick, the and, phone. Nick and Darkseid have lifelines. Play the last clue. Oh, that's a song, and I believe it was used for Bill Clinton's campaign slogan. All right, so it's a song. I know it's a song. This guy's a total whack job, but it's definitely a song. I got to go to a lifeline. I got to go Will from Manchester. Will from Manchester. Will from Manchester, yeah. welcome to the show. All right. Do you Know the answer to help Darkseid out. What is safe sex? Oh. Good no, try. Good Will, try. Good Thank try. you. <laughs> Thanks, Will. All right, Nick, you have a lifeline. It's a song, all right? That second clue, she said something about song? people just want to do something. Um, I didn't hear that clue. But, um... <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what is... Uh, come on, spit it out. What do people just want to do? Have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Cindy Lauper. Come go. on, psycho. No, that is cheap. Because I knew what it was. Hey, you I knew what it was, too. What do you mean it's cheap? You gave him everything stop. but the last word of the song. The, I didn't even hear the clue. He misleads. Where were you during the clue, Nick? I don't know, but he misleads <laughs> us all the time, you know? What does that have to do with a freaking sock? You guys are just bitching because you don't have a lifeline Girl, left. What is it people just want to do? <laughs> They could have said rock. Am I right? Yeah, he, 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 you know what? He just you're right. You could have said rock. He didn't say what is it that girls yeah, just want to have. Trebek that, doesn't do that. That's all I'm saying. That's why Trebek yes. doesn't host this show. That Trebek and many does that on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Trebek does that. He yeah. has to explain everything to the celebrities. All right. After two questions, Nick, you lead the way with one point, right. and you're the only one with a lifeline left. Yeah. Dark side, Beth and D. No points. You're all bitching. You have no lifelines. Oh, yeah, but let's keep the listeners involved. Maybe we can have an additional lifeline Nick can get to in the second half. Yeah. Possibly. I think that's cool. I'll we'll do that. Okay, cool. Here. Why not? Yeah. You give him right. answers already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, I'd expect it from Dark Side. Yeah. But, but you? It's a cash prize on the line, Nick. I know. This is real money here. We're not fooling around. This has got a wedding to pay for, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, we're taking a break. We're coming back. Sagan Yavas, the second half, including the legendary Blitzkrieg ground. Coming up next, this is D. Snyder Radio, folks. It's Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I'm sewing your mouth shut. D. Snyder Radio. Oh, what better way to celebrate? On Radio 104. Now back to 
Back into the thick of things of Sagan Z Voss. It's a very tight game so far. But let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan, one of his other hats he wears. Psycho. All right, dude, this traffic report is brought to you by Fruit 2-0 by Very Fine. Traveling on 84 East, a little bit slow around exits 43 and 44. Also, we had a crash by exit 46. That's backing things up to exit 41. Traveling on 84 Westbound, a little bit backed up over the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, steady traffic from exit 34 coming into downtown. 91 North, still delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow from exit 5D up to the flyover. Mixed in there, we had a breakdown by exit 5A. That's off to the side, but it's still sl- slowing things down just a bit. 91 South into New Haven looks pretty good. Traveling on 95 South, a little bit slow approaching the Lake Saltonstall Bridge. Then again, it gets heavy from exit 51 up to the Q Bridge. Route 8 gets heavy traveling through Waterbury right now. At 812, I'm cycling with this modern rec report on Radio 104. And in case this was unclear before, it's Ask D. Snyder Radio tomorrow. So send your questions to Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. Any question for anybody on the show or everybody on the show, whatever. Not hypothetical questions. You know, things are a little tad more uh, question-like. <laughs> I had four hours sleep, people. I was at the Rocky Horror Show last night. By the way, just for your information, uh, it was good. Could have been better. With me as riffraff. And uh, my agents were going to talk. We're going to see if we could work out. There's a lot of obstacles to overcome, Beth, before I can make that happen. Because I'm, I'm not, not giving up the morning show. Got to do the morning show. Morning show first, everything else second. We appreciate that. Capiche? Capiche. Time to get back into the game. Psycho? All right, D1. We last left off. Nick had the big one-point edge over everyone. A little bit of controversy. I don't want to hear about it, all right? Beth, listen, guys. I gave you all new lifelines, okay? Nick, you have two lifelines, so Nick looks pretty good going into the second round, all right? Always cleans up in the Blitzkrieg. You guys better watch out. Okay. D, you're looking to avoid that sophomore slump here, all right? You got no point. Don't forget, people. My tax check. It's right here. Hello. I don't want this game to be the come out and play of my Sognazy Vosk uh, career. I didn't want to say it. All right. Up to $300 on the line, folks. I'll sign it off to you. Whoever wins. All right. Up to. Up to. That's right. All right. So we're going to start off with Beth right now because Nick took the last point. Dark side, fire away the first clue, please. NCAAP leader and also is associated with the Rainbow Coalition. This is a person, Beth. Who's Jesse Jackson? Close. Very close, but wrong. D. Well, I'm going to have to go with uh, next up, the man with the plan, Mullethead himself, Al Sharpton. No, I'm sorry. Dark side. Mudbone. <laughs> Mudbone. <laughs> Why not? Try. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Nick? I'm going to go with uh, Bill Cosby. Jello Pop himself. No, I'm sorry. All right. Why don't we have another clue for Beth? Very famous baseball player who also played, I think, football and has some major league records. Ooh, who knows? Could be an athlete. What do you think, Beth? Hmm. Lifeline available. Who is Deion Sanders? Ooh. Fell into the trap. I'm sorry. (laughs) D, what do you think? Okay, fell into the trap. I'm going to go with, uh, who was that? Um, MLK, Martin Luther King. 
No, he didn't play sports, D. I'm not uh, buying that. <laughs> right, dark side. <laughs> um, um, uh, no. Michael. You didn't know it. All right. What do you think, Nick? Two, well, two lifelines. Yeah, I know, but I'm a really smart guy. And <laughs> I know that Jim Thorpe did a lot of things, but I'm not falling into that trap Ooh. of just the athlete. So I'm going with Ogie Oglethorpe. No, he had nothing <laughs> Three to do lifelines. Three lifelines. Let's see if anyone drops out after this next clue. Dark side. That was Richie Rich's best friend. Mm, Do me a bad. favor, please. Lifelines, if uh, you realize that you don't actually know the answer, drop out and save us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right, Beth, what do you think? So we've got Richie Rich's best friend. Maybe there's something that has something to do with money. Could be an athlete. NAACP. I don't know. <laughs> Who's Kwase Mfume? <laughs> <laughs> it could be anybody. These clothes stick on. These clothes stick on. I know. Ice. I just what? went for a real NAACP guy. Oh, the mighty have fallen. D, can well, you grab a this, point? This mighty's gonna. Uh, who's LT? Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that that was a good guess because it is in fact an athlete. Dark side. Flojo. <laughs> Wait, a minute. Wait a minute, Nick, it's a black athlete. That narrows it down. <laughs> All right, come on, Nick. Black. Four lifelines. Think You've of got Richie, two, man. Who would be Richie Rich's best friend? Richie Rich. Come on, Psycho. You already uh, gave him the last one. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to use one of my lifelines. Oh, all right. Let's yeah. see. Where are you going uh, with, man? Uh, let's go. Bristol, Milford. you got to be pretty smart in uh, Bristol. Let's go from <laughs> Joe from Bristol. Okay. Joe Nick thinks ESPN, so. he thinks you got to be pretty smart, Joe. So, uh, what do you think the answer is? Uh, I'm gonna go with Bo Jackson. Oh, oh damn it! Oh, that's a great uh, guess. Yeah, that was a good that guess. Was a good Joe. guess, and I'll tell you why. Because Bo Jackson played baseball, and so did Barry Bonds. Oh, uh, Barry, Barry Bonds. Bonds. Yes. What? Barry Bonds. What do you have to do with the NAACP? Nothing. I don't know. I just asked the questions. And because his um, last name is Bonds, you think he'd be Richie Rich's best friend? No one said he was so. 006. <laughs> <laughs> all right. right. Enough complaining. You guys all have lifelines, all right? Nick, you just wasted one, so you're all even with the lifelines, okay? Let's just move on to the next question. It will be for Beth. Go ahead, Dark Side. That's something that a lot of people order when they go to restaurants, and then when they find out what they're eating, they get upset. What is escargot? No. D. What are sweetbreads? <laughs> no. Hey, these are good do guesses. What, do you know oh, what sweetbreads are, dude? I don't. What are they? Brains. Yeah. Okay. That was a good guess then. Dark side. <laughs> what is um um calamari? No. Oh, Nick. Uh, like. What's the Jewish thing? Falca fish or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is either, but it's not right. Long Island whitefish? What is that thing? <laughs> okay. Why don't we move on to the next clue for Beth? Go ahead. Your mother. <laughs> that's it. I asked this guy a question. He said, your mother. Your mother. And that's the clue you're giving us. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, this, 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 this clue is probably the most right on. I promise, Beth. You're getting mad, I can tell. I'm just going to work off that first clue again. <laughs> right. second was not helping. I'll say um, Carpaccio. What is it? Because I don't know. 
It's raw meat. Raw meat. No, I'm sorry. D. <laughs> well, I'm working with the first clue. He said your mother is a is is a actually a good clue. Yes, it is. Your mother. Um, have I used the lifeline? No. No, you got one. Okay, I, I'm gonna go with Deanna from Torrington. Deanna, about, get get me a hi. point, Deanna. How about Rocky Mountain Oysters? No. Oh, it has nothing to do with my mother. <laughs> your mother. Oh. Sorry, D. Say goodbye to all of your life friends. They're gone. Sophomore slump. All right. What do you think, Dark Side? Um, caviar. No. Ian Nick. Uh. Mm, got lifelines. Mm, uh, uh, Ma, ba, ba, what? What's matzo that? What's ball, matzo ball soup. Matzo, matzo ball, ball soup. soup. Wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Kosher? Trying to work with you there. Just didn't come out correct. All right. We got one more clue. This is probably going to open it up for I Beth hope. Lockwood. Go ahead, Dark Side. That's when I roll up my tongue and I gently jab my girlfriend with it for oral pleasure oh. during foreplay. You think, Beth? That clue and the last one. I don't know if people have ever eaten this in a restaurant. I don't think that was the right clue. What? You do have a lifeline. I'm going to go to my lifeline. All right. <laughs> Who are you taking? Stay away from Mark from New Britain because he's been hanging around since the last question. All right. Well, give me somebody who's recently signed on. Uh, how about Mike from Enfield? Okay, I'll take Mike. Okay. Mike, help yeah. Beth out. Help Beth out. Beth, I hate to do it to you, but that last clue kind of shot me out of the water. I was going to say, what is tripe? Tripe would have been wrong. Beth, I'm going to give you another lifeline. Okay, thank you, okay, Mike. Mike. I was going to say tripe. Okay, you said got he didn't know. Jason from New Britain, Jay from South Windsor. Uh, I'll take Jay. Uh, okay, Shut Jay, up. Beth needs a point. Oh, man, that last clue was crazy. I'm thinking haggis. No, uh, not haggis. Uh, no thanks, more. you guys. Yeah, I didn't sorry, know it Beth. either. Can't. Can't That's give right. you any more. These guys are bitching. All right, we'll move on to D. You don't have any lifelines, D, so you're on your own. However, you are last week's champ. You should be able to put these clues together. However, what is a jelly roll? What does that wow. have to do with anything? Man. Well, sometimes jelly roll is referred to as a woman's private oh. food. Ooh, that I guy made that. that suggestion there in that last one, and... Uh, and uh, your mama, you know, makes <laughs> me a little, uh, little perverted. All right. What do you think, Dark Side? We got your mother, which to me sounds like what we call an insult. Okay. And then we have that last clue. So I'm what do you think? As in the fish, snapper. Well, we go to Nick. Oh, the last hope, if you know this, Nick, I believe we had the word tongue. In the last clue, <laughs> clue before that, the guy insulted me. Could you spell it for him? <laughs> uh, uh, and you still don't know. Wet noodle, you are 50 lashings for the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'd like to run down the list of people here and see if anybody's got the answer. Okay? I will allow it. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, with Brian from West Haven, what do you think the answer is? Bearded clams. <laughs> okay. People. Scott from Danbury, what do you think the answer is? Caniculus. <laughs> okay. All uh, Jason from New Britain, what do you think the answer is? Jason. He's gone. Okay. He would have been wrong. And lastly, Ogre from North Brantford, what do you think the answer is? My father. 
Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> these are impossible. Nobody knows them. I guess so, because the correct answer was, what is a sharp tongue? Sharp tongue. It's a sharp tongue. Hello. <laughs> Anyone out there? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Your mother. All right. Well, after four questions, <laughs> we still have Nick with a one-point edge. Hey, psycho. Yes. Your mother. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move quickly on to the fifth question. This is going to be played for Beth. Go ahead. Uh, that's something that people wear when they go out and they tie their bikini straps. To be honest, this has nothing to do with the answer. Um, what is water wings? No, I've never even heard of that. Good guess, Beth. It's wrong. What do you think, D? What are uh, what is a uh, a crash helmet? <laughs> <laughs> really abstract. No. All right, Dark Side. What do you think? You and Nick both have lifelines left. Dark Side. Sunscreen. Sunscreen is not correct, Nick. Uh, what is horn it up? Horn it up. Horn it up, you little horn. Tell us that the answer has nothing to do with the question. Then we just got to just pull things out of our body. All right. Uh, well, we'll move on to the next clue. This is going to open it up just a bit. Oh, I promise you, this you does have something last. to do with it. Go ahead, Dark Side. Well, that's clothing that's made from goats. <laughs> what do you think, Beth? Oh, what is a Shetland wool sweater? <laughs> Falling into that trap. What do you want me to do? D? I'm going to go with, what is a mohair suit? (laughs) Oh, D, you were close, I swear. (laughs) Sorry, dark side. You do have a lifeline. Made with goats. No, I don't actually have a lifeline. Nobody well, knows. it's not there, but you have one. You have one. <laughs> it's comforting to know. Everybody's keeping a safe distance from this game today. Can I make a phone call? Um, <laughs> let me see. Goat hair. Um, oh, man, you're putting the clues together. Goat hair with the bikini. Um, I don't know. I don't uh, know. It sucks. Nick, can you work off what Dark Side was putting together over there? Sure. Uh, <laughs> goat hair and string <laughs> bikinis and stuff. How about, um... I don't know. This stupid game. <laughs> I, I can't handle... Oh. You can't handle it. You're right. You oh. can't handle the question. All right. Move on to the last one. I, Beth, I promise you, you have a point coming your way. Go ahead. It's the hair on my face. The hair on his face? No hints, dog. (laughs) Psycho is my name. Psycho. What is uh, what is five o'clock shadow beard mustache? I am here, sir. I am here for me. Go ahead. What is a goatee? Hello. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I had it actually before that. Wow, Beth, you might. I got a point. I got a point. I got a point. I got a point. Don't worry. All right, settle down because we still got one more question in the Blitzkrieg round. Oh, heaven help us! There's another question. (laughs) All right. (laughs) No complaining. Dark side. Throw out the first clue for yourself. It sounds like they're dry screwing. Dry screwing. What? (laughs) It sounds like they're dry screwing. Dry. Oh man. Um. You didn't cheat this week. A bad flashback to my parents. No. (laughs) You're funny. Very amusing, Nick. Uh, Moaning and boning. (laughs) Straight out of Longmeadow. Beth. Oh, jeez. 
No, you've been complaining uh, too much. Thank Dave, you. Uh, thanks right for helping you. me. <laughs> what is doing the wild thing? No, that was much too innocent. What do you think, Dark Side? Play another clue for yourself. The dancing baby on computers and uh, it bobs its head up and down. Oh, uh, that's creepy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, uh, uh, you got a lifeline. Okay, well, um, I guess I'll go for... Hold on, give it one second there. He's putting up the second one that just sure. called in. Uh-oh. You're smart. See, you're yeah, going to play that yeah. second guy. All right, George from Summers. All right. George from Summers. Get Dark Side a point, George. <laughs> How about when you uh, masturbate? Uh, <laughs> can I get another one? Can I, why? You that was pass. close. That was close. No, I'm sorry, Dark Side. I won't give you another lifeline because that was close. That was a good hint from your listener. All right, Nick, what do you think? Uh, um... Masturbating and yeah. babies and stuff. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> What's the? Uh, give me the uh, Giordano sandwich. Giordano <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> no. Oh, you didn't say better. it was a popular phrase. <laughs> no. Beth. Um. What is? Uh, what is that? D always says. Oh, you were close, Beth. You were close. You were just going. Chit, Stop chit. hinting. Stop Shut hinting. up. <laughs> what is the? Uh, <laughs> the baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> what? The baby's arm holding an apple. Isn't that what bath. you always say, D? Yes. <laughs> I do. Baby's arm holding an apple. I also always say, Psycho, what is rubbing one out? Oh, oh. D. You were really close. Oh, I thought and I had it. We got one more Sucks. dark side. You've got all these clues rubbing things. Uh, I'm not going to say anything out. more, but we got one more clue for you. Nick has a lifeline left. Play the clue, dark side. Mm. It's for you. If you were a cherub and you went to a masseuse and asked them to give you a massage, then the masseuse was also a cherub, you'd get that done. Oh, dark side. Um, uh, Three-way tie if you get this. You, uh, I don't know. Cherub rock. Oh. I don't know. All right, Nick. Sucks. Guess what, Nick? What? You've got four lifelines. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Waterbury. Let's have some fun down there. Let's go to uh, AJ. AJ from Waterbury. Nick needs a point. Hey, this is Al. I know what it is. Go ahead. What is it? It's Cha-Cha. No. (laughs) I thought he had it because he sounded like he was pronouncing something close to the answer. So, Beth, what do you think it is? What is... uh... What do they do when you go to a masseuse? What is... Rub down? Oh, <laughs> Rub down. That's wrong. All right, D. We move on to you, our last contestant. Babies happen to be rather chubby, don't you think, D? Oh, that's what, that's what I thought the answer was. Um, uh, what is a chubby? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can I run down the listeners and see if anybody's got yeah, it? Yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate it if you did, because we could use the right answer. Dave from Brantford, win a prize pack. What is a rubbing tug? <laughs> no, not a rubbing <laughs> tug. Jason from West Hartford, win a prize pack. Okay, uh, you there? Yeah. yeah we're there. What, what is a prize? Win a prize pack. What do you think the answer is? Uh, choking the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> good, good guess though. Josh from Vernon, what do you think the answer is? Uh, I don't know. Was it tongue bath? 
<laughs> and lastly, Catherine from Wallingford, please, for Psycho's reputation. Yes. What is the answer? Taping or taping or... Oh. Chub <laughs> well, rub. Nice. Well, chub what is rub. it? Chub, chub rub. I've never chub. even heard that. What is a chub rub? <laughs> what is a chub rub? <laughs> Hey, what's that smell? <laughs> it's not my game show. <laughs> oh, it's the it? questions. Yeah. It's the questions today. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't think the Blitzkrieg and round is going to stink. What the hell is that smell? <laughs> oh, I'm All ready right. for a chub rub myself. Oh my Up God. to $300 in cash from yeah, Mr. George yeah. W. Where's the you. score stand? Right Where's now, the score stand? Nick has a point. D has a mm. point. Beth and Darkside, you're not far behind with zeros. <laughs> <laughs> I could win this thing. I'm going to start with Darkside. David, uh, how many female characters are there in Star Wars? Three. No, Nick. One. No, one. D. Beth, Beth, Beth. Five. It's D. Which one? Two. Two. It's you, D. All right, moving on to Darkside. What kind of a car did Janis Joplin ask the Lord to buy her? A Mercedes-Benz. Oh, dark side. Way to go. Moving Oof. on to Nick. What comic appears in Billy Joel's $100,000 video? Tell her about it. Uh, Christy Brinkley. Wrong. Beth. Joe Piscopo. No, D. Batman. No, dark side. <laughs> I have no idea. Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, Moving on to Nick. What color oh is the God. car on Monopoly's free parking space? Blue, blue. No, it's not, Beth. Red. Yes, it is, Beth. One point. Yeah. Moving on to D. What state was Howdy Doody born in? Connecticut. Too late, dark side. Connecticut. No, Nick. Uh, Connecticut. No, bad. <laughs> Minnesota. It was Texas. Last question. D, according to your book, Teenage Survival Guide, why did your friends call you the pickup truck? <laughs> no, no, no. Go back to dark side. Because he uh, had a pickup truck. <laughs> no, Nick. Because he had a big dumper. Big ass. No. Big ass. <laughs> because he couldn't pick up the ladies. I'm going to give it to Beth because D could BS with the ladies. I could BS with the ladies. All right, Sean, where's the score, Stan? Well, Psycho, we have a two-way tie for first place between Beth and D with two oh, points yeah. apiece. Darkside and Nick are the losers this week with just one point. We're splitting the cash, Dave. Oh, no, cash. we're not because I haven't had my ass kissed in a while. So start it up, Beth. Psycho, I think that the questions were just so good. We're just not smart enough for this game. That okay. was the biggest load of crap like to, I've ever heard. Psycho, I'd like to build on that. Not only was it the questions were too good for us, yes. but also it was so impressive how you handled this game show considering you're under the weather today. I think I have a picture of his backside in my wallet if you care to kiss it right here. I think you're very handsome. Oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. You have your shot. <laughs> you can't play oh. that card. Beth, you've got a special place in my heart. Go ahead. It's Beth, our big winner. Oh, Sean, Sean, tell Miss Lockwood how much she just won. Miss Lockwood, you are the proud owner of two dollars and seventy-five cents. Two seventy-five. Yeah, How I didn't much? qualify for the full refund. Thanks a lot, Bush. You Apparently, dick. you didn't. Yeah, I hate Bush. You dick. Two dollars and seventy-five cents. Yeah, you see, people, it, it wasn't that three hundred dollars, six hundred dollars thing. That was only if you were in like the fifty percent tax bracket. That's Okay, or Dark whatever side. it is. Whatever, 40%, 48%, yeah. whatever the top back it is. Now can I get a, that's my dick for Mr. Bush? Because <laughs> that's what he should be. I'm going to stop that. Why did they waste the postage? $2.75. So, think of this. Not only did they waste the postage to send you that check, they spent millions of dollars to send out the letter telling you you're going to get a check. Yeah. What are you doing with that check, Beth? Uh, whew, I'm not going to spend it all in one place. I know May that. I suggest invest it wisely. <laughs>
<laughs> oh man. Okay. Ah, that song is about for this week. Very exciting that Blues Creek round. Uh, I gotta take one of those pills. Um, Did your f- friends really call you the pickup truck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I would uh, fearless as far as just walking up to any girl anywhere, anytime, start talking to her, no problem. Couldn't execute though. Uh, I mean, I, I could actually they used to actually take me with them to start conversations so that they get laid. I could talk. I always could talk, as you could probably tell, Beth. Yes, it's my speciality. You, were, you, uh, you had the big nose. You had the rap. You were like you were Cyrano. You would hide in the bushes and kelp your sadly. friends. Sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. Yeah. They used to take me around with them, so I would do the talking, and they would get action. Okay, news is next. <sighs> You ready for it? Or you need I, I am group? ready. I'm just coming down off my big victory on that. Yeah, woo, 275. <laughs> the most Tease valuable prize you... we've had yet. <laughs> True. <laughs> Tease us if you will. Well, good news for Mariah Carey. It looks like she is headed home. <clears throat> also, it looks like there's a correlation between how much time students spend online and whether or not they stay in school, which is interesting. New Wonder Bra coming to the market will make women and men happy all across the world. The World Horseshoe Pitching Title. That's happening soon. Dark Side Dave, I know that you're a big horseshoe fan. Also in the news, China. Is she giving up wrestling? I'll tell you about that. The country? A uh, <laughs> group of gorillas saw the movie Planet of the Apes, and they had an interesting reaction. <laughs> and I will tell you which Hollywood superstar likes to walk around in the nude. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Okay, well, we're going to find out who that is and plenty more when we return with more D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. It's D. D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Got the message? Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Now you know the truth. D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Fabulous Sobe, Zen Blend, <sighs> helping me make it to the show. Stayed out late last night. I was evil. It's been like three late days in a week's time. Too much lateness. It's catching up with me, Beth Lockwood. Well, how about tonight? Will you get to bed early? Oh, got to. Good. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm numb. I'm still numb. Uh, oh, Friday. What the hell am I going to do this weekend? Well, I've got some ideas. Beth's got some ideas. Darkside, Nick, Sean, we've all got ideas. And we'll tell you, okay? So tune in Friday to find out what the hell you're going to do this weekend. And right now I want to tell you about something quite important. You can win my Sea-Doo personal watercraft. That is right, folks. Now through September 3rd, you can register to win D. Snyder's Sea-Doo. The Snyder's have it for the summer. But I'm giving it up on September 6th to one lucky listener. It is righteous. It is choice. It's a Sea-Doo 2001 GS two-seater worth seven grand, and it comes with a trailer and everything. I'm telling you, this thing is awesome. Suzette told me she and the kids were out with it yesterday. No, the day before yesterday. And uh, she's just like, D. When you lose the kids and you really like open that thing up, it's like, she says, I, can't, I haven't, even, I haven't had it fully open yet. 
fast, powerful, powerful. It is so choice. That's right. All you got to do to win is register at one of three locations, Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury, where I got it, and say hi to owners Bob and Phil, and, or Humphreys East in New Haven and Humphreys West in Westbrook. Okay? Tomorrow, was tomorrow they have the events in Humphreys? Is that Thursdays? Yeah, Thursday nights, too. Where? What are, what are they? Tell them. Uh, Humphreys East in uh, New Haven from 10 to midnight and Humphreys West in Westbrook. What, Radio 104 is there? Uh, yeah, Jock's of course. there, Chaz? Yeah, Chaz is usually there. Cousin Chris, I believe, is going to start at Humphreys East. Humphreys West, usually you get a taste of uh, Mudbone, and I know Will Cowhead's down there as well. Good All times right. Thursday nights with Radio 104 so down at Humphreys. So, stop by tomorrow. This is perfect. Stop by tomorrow, hang out with Radio 104, and... Enter to win D. Snyder's C2. I've got it for the summer. Register now and make it yours forever. All right, Psycho Dan. Uh, traffic. All right, just some reaction before we get into the news. Uh, this comes in from JD. Still people reacting to the OzFest this past Sunday. Major event. Uh, OzFest this past Sunday was absolutely great. The biggest shocker for me was how incredibly good Disturbed's set was. That was simply awesome. And thanks, Dee, for making yourself part of my magical OzFest experience. Of course I will. And um, oh, speaking of OzFest... Uh, some of you may have heard one of uh, our competing stations is uh, running a promotion with me actually on there doing a station ID for the station. Um, every station in the country has me doing a station ID. KISS has one. HCN has one. So. From years ago, when you were doing ago. interviews, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I've done, I've done so many one, of these I think, things. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's you know, it's it's actually pretty funny. But you may, as we go coast to coast, I'm feeling those things will be rearing their ugly heads for the rest of my career. Mm-hmm. Ad, remember this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so, so actually, just making you aware that. This is just something that I've done over the years, and people are going digging through their archives to bring them back to haunt me. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, some things we talked about in the news yesterday. Star Wars, Beth. Mm-hmm. Remember you said the new t- new film, Episode 2, is called Attack of the Clones? Yeah, catchy. Well, Scott points out, he says, yeah, it does sound kind of dumb, kind of like killer clowns from outer space. But he says, they think Lucas is referring to the Clone Wars, which are referred to in the other movie. In, in the other movies, so it, there is there is sort of a reason for it. All right, oh, hit that button right there. Good. Um, subject: Poison's newest member and hit song. Frank will never grow up. Now, Blados in Mattatuck, Long Island says, "D, too bad about Bobby Doll and the Poison tour." But rumor has it they have a new bassist lined up, and their newest hit, "Truffle Shuffle," goes something like this: "Truffle Shuffle." Blows me away, truffle shuffle, all night and day. I wonder who the uh, bassist is doing the truffle shuffle. <laughs> yeah, that, Can't that, imagine. That would be me, D. Oh, oh yeah. you. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff, Frank. That's good stuff. I like that. <laughs> He's rooting for you, Sean. Yeah. yeah and uh, he also says, P.S. After hearing yesterday what Tommy told Kid Rock, I got only one thing to say. Jared, man, that's your woman. Where are your balls? <laughs> <laughs> this is, of course, the rumor that uh, t- that Jared is actually from sub from the subway commercial <laughs> dating Pamela Anderson. Step up, man. Believe it or don't, but it's the rumor going around this studio. 
Yeah, and the last letter started by Frank. <laughs> Frank's invented the rumor, and he's just ramming it home. He's really I'm, trying I'll to get what. it out there. I can see that spread. That's a great one to start. We should have people start putting that on the internet, that they've been seen together. How funny would that be? <laughs> Jared <laughs> and Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. You know, the nerds, they've got it. And lastly, Clark's brother says he was browsing around the internet and happened to stumble across an interview for Rolling Stone magazine that I did. Uh, audio with you, nine, uh, from September of 98, pre-DSR. So he tunes into it, and he thought the interview was interesting overall, but what caught his attention was something that relates to what I'm doing right now. In the interview, I said, quote, I really have no acting aspirations beyond this role of Captain Howdy, and really just, I never really thought about acting besides doing this part. Now, here you are about to do Broadway. Wow, how things have progressed. I say the more power to you, Clark's brother. Uh, well, that's different. I meant acting in movies and stuff. You know, of course, if De Niro calls, I'll have to do it. But other than that, I don't really intend to do it. But enough of that. Time now for Beth Lockwood's report. John Tobin is coming home. The Ridgefield native has left Russia five days after he was released from a Russian prison. Tobin left Moscow's main international airport this morning on a regularly scheduled Delta Airlines flight and is due to arrive in New York around four this afternoon. Tobin was released on parole last Friday from jail. So, anybody know that guy? I don't know. Doper. Him. I don't Doper. know. Doper? Druggy? Well, they're claiming that he had drugs, but he says that he was set up Doper. Nose candy. because Coke. he refused to spy for the government. Yes, I know. As he said, he, yeah. he was just set up. I was just wondering, since he is from Connecticut and he looks relatively young, maybe somebody uh, had the word on this guy. What town is uh, he from? Ridgefield. Well, what kind of community is that? It's a Upscale? nice, pretty affluent community. Got the money. Nick, would you live there? Uh, yeah, sounds kind of nice. Richfield's you know? nice. Is it? You'd, Walls you'd like oh. it. Oh, yeah, they don't let people in. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Superman roller coaster at Six Flags New England remains closed today, two days after an accident that injured more than 20 people. Officials of the Agwam Amusement Park say engineers from the Switzerland-based manufacturer of the ride are investigating the crash. It happened Monday when a car returning to the loading dock collided with one about to leave. I don't want to rat or anything like that because it's not my style, but um, I heard yesterday that, that this is a delayed reaction. Uh, 7 Mary 3 put a penny on the truck. <laughs> it may have caused the problem. It, took, <laughs> it took a while for it to react, right, Nick? Yeah, that's, what I heard. <laughs> that's the word. Federal authorities say they've smashed one of the largest child pornography businesses ever uncovered. An announcement is set for today in D.C. Postal inspectors say the Texas-based web services company had about a quarter of a million customers. This is where it all begins! <laughs> How disgusting. Did you see this guy that's going to jail for life? What a... Oh, he's so creepy. 250,000 people are customers of just this one porn child this porn service. is the problem with the internet. That's a lot of people, granted. Granted. But when you put it into the world population, it accounts for what percentage of the world population is 250,000. Well, that's just well, for this one service. Yeah, but it was like the biggest one. You know, it's, it's a big one. 
So you know, they're so I'm just saying, what is it? What's the world? I don't know. There's 6.3 billion people in the world. So what would 250,000 people? Will somebody calculate that? If, who's good in math? Dark side. He's or the psycho? best. Uh, so whoever's the best, do it, send me a message. I just got a blank here. But the point is, this is the problem with the internet. The internet is a fabulous, fabulous place. But it allows like-minded individuals who would be loners and outcasts within their communities to find others and to congregate online. And when they're in that body of people, they feel like, Hey, you know, look at the size of this crowd. I'm not weird. I'm not abnormal. This, I, I'm part of a crowd, and, it, it, and sure, a quarter million people is a lot of freaking people. That's a that's a, a town, a large town. But the fact is, as a percentage of the world population, it is incredibly small percentage of the world population. And this is what this is, this is the frightening thing because when these people get together, they feed on each other. And they get into it, and they share stuff, and it gets uglier. I'm glad they crapped on this guy. Mm -hmm. So, was Giordano, Giordano like a charter member of this website, or what? I don't know. I'm sure that if he is, it'll come out. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, there's word that Mariah Carey is out of a Connecticut clinic. Her spokeswoman says the singer checked herself out of the clinic where she had been treated after apparently suffering an emotional and physical breakdown. Spokesperson says Mariah Carey is feeling better and that she's under doctor's care at an undisclosed location with her mother. Um, I was just reading something on her breakdown in Newsweek, and they said that she had a, did an impromptu strip tease just prior to her breakdown on TRL. Did anybody hear about that? I don't think she took it all off. Awesome. Is this girl like completely lost like her ability to attract attention because? Well, I told you she had some kind of breakdown. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. So I was just, is she like is her career slipping because? Here she is, supposedly big star. She does an impromptu striptease, and I like hear about it like two weeks later. I mean, we're in the freaking newswire service, right? I mean, we're here every day. Nick, did you see anything? Uh, no, but I've seen some stuff lately that's come out. They had an interview with her the day, I, the day before, two days before she actually went into the hospital. And she was talking about how she was really stressed out and tired from her schedule and what she was doing. I mean, she was living and sleeping at the studio where she was recording. So. Was she, was she shagging the engineer? Uh. And then another thing, you come out with a story, Mia Sorvino and, and her have a fight. This is months ago. Well, I'm sure that it was kept under wraps, but the producer of the movie just decided to talk about it recently. Nobody's heard about it. Yeah, but that, like, that was a rumor. It didn't happen. I saw that, too. That didn't what do you happen. Mean? That didn't happen between the two of them. Uh, Mariah Carey uh, thought that uh, what's her name, Maricia Seravino, had uh, bitched uh, because she thought Mariah Carey was late getting to the set, and she thought M Mira was bitching about her. But actually, some staging guys ended up uh, holding up the whole situation. So it was just well, a miscommunication. Well, the producer was the one who came out and said that they had a cat fight. I was at VH1 and MTV yesterday, because yeah. um, Twisted, we actually got together to host Rock Show on VH1, which I'll tell you when that's going to be on, and I was doing some interviews over there. 
they told me that when they have her on the show, she is she is traditionally as much as three hours late. Three hours. That's that's not late. That's making a new appointment. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different time of day. Three hours. She's, you know, good. I Actually, you know, good. She seems stuck up. By the way, somebody wrote in here. Okay, you were talking 250,000. Terrifying number of pedophiles going to this website, right? Mm-hmm. In the world population, Beth, that is 0.00397%. This is an infinitesimally small amount of people in the world population. And the internet is drawing, is drawing from all over the world. Every yeah, country. But there's a huge percentage of people who don't have internet access. And that's, not, that's clearly not all of the, the pedophiles or people who like child pornography in the world. Well, it's disgusting, period. But it's but it's still an incredibly small percentage. But again, this is saying one of the fe- one of the problems with the internet, and I'm and I'm a fan of the internet. Uh, there's a lot of good things about it. Of course, I've written about a couple of the bad ones. Uh, is again, like-minded individuals, no matter how effed up they might be, can gather and feel a part of some community and not feel strange within that community. Well, if you're looking for Bill Clinton trading cards, you're in luck. The town of Hot Springs, Arkansas, is playing up its connection to the former president in hopes of drawing more tourists. And this week, they'll be issuing the first batch of Bill Clinton trading cards. First batch will go to his stepfather, Dick Kelly, who lives in town. They'll also be handed out to other residents. Town officials hope that they will pass them around in their travels. Of course, Clinton spent much of his boyhood in Hot Springs. Hot Springs. I'm sure they'll have just different photos of him through his presidential history, maybe as a child. That's a pretty exciting pack of cards. Sure. Don't you think? And if you take a stack of them and you flip them, you can see his hair changing colors. (laughs) When he was a president, his hair went from salt and pepper to gray to salt and pepper. It would go back and Mm -hmm. forth. You ever notice that? Yeah. He just, well, he certainly aged a lot in the eight years that he was there. Well, it's because he wasn't taking very many vacations. That's true. <laughs> He'd have many vacations in the Oval Office, so to speak, but he was focused on the work. Well, students here in the United States are more likely to drop out of college or drink alcohol if they have access to the Internet. survey was done of 600 university students across the country and found that female students with online access are four times more likely to leave their studies than those who don't have it. Meantime, 92% of online male college students are more likely to drink alcohol than are men who are not online. They don't really say why at this point, but they say those are the statistics. I need more information. Most college kids have internet access now, I think. Yeah, I would think. uh, But I I guess they're talking about like in their room as opposed to like going to the library to do research or something like that. That's interesting. It's so different. I don't know, Nick. You graduated three years after I did, but we didn't even have cable when I first got to college. <laughs> and I think at UConn, now every room has internet hookup and cable hookup. And just, college is a totally different experience now than it was just eight years ago. Buff, boy, I think back to when I went to college. <laughs> it was a little, little red building on the hill. Yeah. You know, and the <laughs> school mom would ring the bell and... 
we'd come in with our chalkboards and our pieces of chalk and old we'd take school. notes. This was, this was sure. <laughs> 70s. I'm old school. <laughs> Well, there's a, not as much difference between when I went to college and when you went to college, Dee, than there is between when I went to college and today. The technology is yeah. so much better today. Yeah, well, it, was, it was probably pretty similar. Yeah. You know, newer books and stuff you had, but right. <laughs> other than that, it was the same. <laughs> well, the Wonder Bra people are using the same technology that went into the Reebok pump sneakers, and they have developed... A bra with an inflatable air valve. Awesome. They'll launch the line of brassieres called Air Wonder, which pump up cleavage oh, using oh, two airbags inserted into the cups. The wearer then will simply squeeze the cup, which inflates it to lift the breasts and improve the cleavage. It'll make its debut at an aviation-themed fashion show tomorrow in New York City. <clears throat> so it's... Um, it there's no chance of an actual blowout because that would be incredibly so. bar embarrassing. I don't think so. To have to leave in a, a social event because one of your cups blew out or something like that. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> that would be an embarrassing thing. I don't think... I mean, what's the purpose of that? I suppose that if you are wearing clothing or you think you need some cleavage, you're going to a special event. I think that it's just too much effort. They've got See, the, I the maybe, gel and the water and now the inflato bra. But you grew some nice bits. Yeah, I mean that's true. Hooters, hooters. <laughs> I was thinking if I thought if you guys if you're like you're out and the competition is you know, you're not stacking up, so mm -hmm. to speak. You know, you just give a couple extra pumps of air in there and you know so you can compete, so you can be competitive. I thought that's what it was for. Spy somebody across the bar, you think you need a little help? Yeah, he's a boob man. You know, you say, I think I may need a little extra. You know, and you give yourself, and you just pump him up a little bit. That's what I thought it was for. I was thinking more along those lines. That's kind of sad, I think. <laughs> it makes me feel sad that you... Why, I've got underwear like that. That you would think that in order to strike up a conversation with someone, you have to pump up your bra first. Well, it's, you know, those things, or... A woman's legs, or a woman's ass, or her hair, or her eyes, or her face, or her mouth. Women have many, many things that are attract us. They are the honey that attracts the flies. That's an attention getter. Do you know what I'm saying? What do you think, though, when you discover that it's an inflato bra? I think if we get to the point where we discover it's an inflato bra, we're back to just glad to be there. All right. Because if we're taking that thing off, maybe a little bit disappointed. But we ain't saying no. We ain't going, oh, this, wait a minute, deal's off. What's <laughs> up with this? You know, this is Yeah, you know, we just, uh, we just keep plowing the field, right, Dark Side? That's right. That's exactly right. No problems here. Well, competitors are converging on Minnesota for the World Horseshoe Pitching Championships. This year's event involves over a thousand participants from the United States, Canada, and Europe. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. I was just thinking, hey, imagine, you know, Dark Side's disappointment when Troll took off her platform shoes. <laughs> she dropped like seven, eight inches, you know, but he didn't say no. He just said, oh, this is convenient. Yeah. <laughs> Athletes score points by throwing their horseshoes around a metal stake, of course. It's the 83rd year the competition has been held. Entrants compete on indoor courts for $127,000 in prize money. You get the most points for a ringer. Where the shoe encircles but does not touch the stake, you also score if the horseshoe leans against the stake or lands within a certain distance. Nah, you know, I find, you know, 
social horseshoes. If you're you know, hanging out at a picnic or a barbecue and there's some horseshoes going on, you know, I mean, it's all right to throw them, but I can't get that serious about it. My dad was like really likes horseshoes. Dark, so you get like serious about your horseshoes? Uh, yeah, horseshoes is awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Plus, you can make some cash. I suppose yeah. you can bet. Oh, You're a hus- horseshoe hustler. Well, no, I'm not that good at it, but I could throw some shoes around. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you get you know two people on each team. They each pony up twenty, thirty bucks. Thirty dollars you know? for a game of horseshoes. It's a yeah. It's intense. It's a good time. Do you ever play? Like, like you know, set aside at a time or an afternoon to play horseshoes. Hey, let's play horseshoes. Or is it the kind of thing where you're at some place and there's horseshoes and you hey, horseshoes, let's, let's, let's uh, make a little bet here. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't know too many people that have horseshoe pits. Glenn I has mean, horseshoe pits in his I backyard. Know, he had some nice ones, too. Yeah. It was getting dark, though. We couldn't go play. But, um, no, I know people that have, like, portable horseshoe, you know, like a case, like a briefcase almost, you know, open it up, and there's the spikes and the horseshoes and stuff. Oh, that's so. serious. Yeah. They're hardcore horseshoe players. Yeah, totally. Last year, though, we were setting aside time. We were like, okay, Sunday, 2 p.m., be here, we're going to play. What was that, to- Nick? you got to be a loser to have one of those. <laughs> Come on. I mean, really, who has one of those, you know? Different strokes for different folks. Hey, I was just thinking, Dark Side. If you had had one of those pump-up bras, would you have used it to get Michelle lure her in? You know, just give her a little pump there. Funny! <laughs> Very amusing! <laughs> well, bad news for fans of the WWF. It looks like China, superstar of the league, is leaving pro wrestling for a career in acting. It's now official. It's a man, baby! China, <laughs> whose real name is Joni Lorer is in talks to star in a made-for-TV movie for Fox that will be about a guidance counselor who works in an inner-city school. And she's also... Guidance counselor. ...signed to guest star in the upcoming syndicated action show Tracker, opposite Adrian Paul, who you might remember from Baywatch. Hey, you ain't a chick! (laughs) Can a woman be Uh, muscle-bound? He found Captain Winky! I'm pretty sure she doesn't have Janet a penis. Actually, that's Adrian Paul of the Highlander, not Andrew Paul. Just for oh, from, from Highlander. Thank you for clarifying that. Sure. Well, she'll be missed. Hey, The Rock came back. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. He was acting Can- too. Right. He's just finished the uh, finished the movie, The Scorpion King. He's been gone for months. And apparently, he just came like bursting into the ring and just started kicking everybody's ass. Then he kicked his own ass. He just went nuts. <laughs> he still got it. Yeah. Well, over in England, they decided to screen the movie The Planet of the Apes for an actual family of gorillas. Zookeepers at one zoo over there showed clips of the film, which reportedly caused the gorillas to beat their chests in excitement. The park's gorilla enclosure has been a popular attraction thanks to publicity about the film. So the head keeper there said at first... They were a bit tentative about the TV being there in the cage, were the gorillas, and then curiosity got the better of them, and by the end, they were jumping up and down as if they wanted to be in the movie themselves. I'm excited, Dave. Really? Really. How incredible is that? What praise is that for Rick Baker's makeup job? (laughs) No kidding. I mean, that the gorillas actually thought they were watching gorillas. They had a similar reaction. They saw a picture of 38 Special just years ago. I don't know if you remember what they look like, but... <laughs> press photo. I don't well, Jennifer Lopez says she likes to eat breakfast in the nude. 
She tells Glamour Magazine, the weirdest thing about her is that she likes to walk around naked. She said, quote, I'll be sitting at the breakfast table and everyone else is dressed except me. But the people Whoa, 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 whoa. Back it up. Back it up. I didn't mean that. Back it up. But who's she hanging out with in nude? She said she'll be eating breakfast and everyone else is dressed except for her. But it doesn't matter because the people around her are either other women or gay men. So I don't know who she's hanging out with, but she likes to walk around naked. Wow. That's got to be a treat. <laughs> I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. Sure. Most guys Ooh. would be, I'd think. Yeah. I mean, how many of these guys think of posing as gay men? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. dark side goes gay. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm gay. Very, very gay. <laughs> Can I go in, please? <laughs> I rub bagels. <laughs> Look, no hands. <laughs> I got bagels. Well, it's nice to see friends sticking together. Matt Damon has reportedly visited Ben Affleck at his rehab clinic. Of course, you'll remember Affleck voluntarily entered the Promises Clinic in Malibu last week. And according to FoxNews.com, Damon has already been to see his friend. So that's nice. Yeah, that's very nice. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard from Jim Cook, have we? Yeah, we <laughs> really sort of shot his, his new campaign in the foot, you know, when one of his, uh, you know, endorsees uh, is in rehab. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he was doing much work with Sam Adams anymore. Mm -hmm. Curious what he would have to say about that. Well, you may remember... You know, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. His dad, he's got alcohol, alcoholism in his family. Ben Affleck? Yeah, his dad is a recovered alcoholic. Had a bad drinking problem when he was mm -hmm. younger. So, you have to I mean, watch it even more closely. You, you've definitely got to watch that stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, dark side. Well, do you remember actress Rebecca Gayhart? She's been in 90210. She also was in the movie Scream 2, Urban Legend Sliders, and the movie Shadow Hours. Well, she is being sued by the parents of a child she struck and killed while driving a Jeep in Los Angeles. She was talking on the cell phone when it happened. Family's attorney says another car had stopped in front of her and motioned for the boy to cross the street when Rebecca Gayhart allegedly passed the waiting car and struck the boy, killing him. No comment from Gayhart's attorneys at this time. When did this happen? It's weird. It's the first that I have heard of it. This happened on June 13th. Wow. Well, you know what? That's going to happen to anybody. What was her name again? Rebecca Gay what? Rebecca Gayhart. She, she's attractive. She has. She looks a little like uh, the girl from Felicity. She also did the Noxzema commercials. You remember her really sort of um, shiny-faced and radiant, curly-curly yeah, curly hair. I thought you said Rebecca oh. Gay Fokker. That's a different, a different girl. Yeah, no, I think I know who she is. Right. Rebecca Gayhart. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's, uh, like I said, anybody's going to have that happen to them. You're going to get your ass suit off. I don't sure. care who you are. At least she maybe has some money. Baseball, Tampa Bay over the Yankees, 3-2. Oakland beat the Red Sox, 5-2. Mets shut out Milwaukee, 3-0. Hazy, hot, humid, upper 90s today. Tonight, muggy in the 70s. And tomorrow, more and worse, hazy, hot, humid, and near 100. 75 at 9-13. You know, this thing about, you know, eating the nude and stuff like that. I mean, it's not as, you know, she's Je Jennifer Lopez is not the only one who does stuff like that. We have our own situation going on here in the office. I mean, you and I aren't around the afternoon, but some of the guys have to complain because Sean eats lunch with his pants down around his ankles. And have you seen creep my wiener? Guys out. They're, yeah. they're creeped out by I can understand it. Sitting in front of the computer and stuff. Sean, you know, I mean, I think you should have some consideration I'm for sorry, other people. I'm sorry, guys. 
you know, Sorry. with that. It'd be nice if you did. All right. I mean, you know Jennifer Lopez, son. <laughs> <laughs> if you were, maybe we wouldn't care. Okay. No, that's, if you feel, feel free. You know, anytime you want now. That's all right. It's not, it's not that hot out yet. He'll <laughs> <laughs> keep them on. Okay. Taking a break. Coming back. People, there's a brand new On the Road with Mudbone. Mudbone's headed over to the former USSR. That's right. Mudbone's in Russia, and we'll, he'll tell you all about it. Also, Nick had a moment to speak with Kevin Griffin of Better Than Ezra, who appeared to stand us up yesterday. Uh, but uh, but that isn't exactly what happened. As a matter of fact, that's far from what happened, and we'll address that in a moment. Uh, the band Better Than Ezra has a new CD out called Closer. It's in stores now. New single, Extraordinary, and they're going to be on Jay Leno tonight. But uh, we'll get into uh, Nick's conversation with Kevin Griffin and On the Road with Mudbone and another SummerSlam prize pack to give away, qualifying you for the grand prize, a trip to SummerSlam. When we return with more D Snyder Radio, this is Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. I offended. He has a name. You call him by his name. D Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van Buslin. There's, there's something. Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder Radio. We're off to a good start. Radio 104. Listen to this lineup, Beth. <laughs> Radio 104 just keeps getting better and better, for God's sakes. Will Cow, Cup next, old school 104 at noon. Jazz hits the airway with, airways with Cousin Chris. 420 Brownie Mix and the 6 o'clock News, where you get to hear two new songs back-to-back. The best new music first. Then Carlito kicks it tonight. Eight most wanted songs of the day at 8 o'clock. Mandatory Metallica at 10 o'clock. Pick a position. Scuba Steve. Bildo. My God, it just goes on and on. Is there no end to the entertainment value that is Radio 104? That's the whole point. That is, that is the whole point. Radio 104, standing tall. Okay, I want to tell you about the D... Uh, about the SummerSlam scramble that we got going on here. Each morning this week, we'll give away two SummerSlam prize packs. And once you win a SummerSlam prize pack, you qualify, baby. You qualify for the grand prize, a trip for two to San Jose, California, to check out SummerSlam live on Sunday, August 19th. Trip's going to include round-trip airfare for two, hotel accommodations, ground transportation, and tickets to the SummerSlam, of course. What you got to do now is listen carefully, and I'm going to give you a WWF superstar's name scrambled, mixed up, all right? First person to unscramble it qualifies, wins a prize pack, we win a prize pack, and then you qualify for the grand prize drawing Friday? Yes. Nick? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, here it is. We did one earlier. Here's a new one. This is more of a name. I like that. Scrambled, it is Rich S. Tenbio. Rich S. Tenbio. Unscramble it. Call 860-666-4444. You win the prize pack. Qualify for the grand prize drawing. And those of you who will not be flying out to San Jose, California to see SummerSlam live, which was just about everybody except for the winner, 
Catch WWF's SummerSlam on Sunday, August 19th, live on AT&T and Cox In Demand pay-per-view for only $29.95. Now, I know some of you are saying, but D, isn't that at the same time that the Behind the Music on Twisted Sister is premiering on VH1? Yes, it is, but I give you permission to watch the SummerSlam. Why, you ask? Because A, if you're like Beth, you can watch SummerSlam live and record Behind the Music, or B... It's on, you know how VH1 is. They play these things to death. So you have plenty of other opportunities, and we'll let you know when else it'll be on. So if you're a big wrestling fan, feel a little guilty, feel guilt no more, enjoy SummerSlam, okay? All right. Got some reaction. We got this interview Nick did with uh, some guy from Better Than Ezra, uh, Kevin Griffin. I shouldn't call him some guy because he's a fan of mine. And you know how that, you know rule number one, Beth? Let's go all the way back to day one. Rule one, what is it, Beth? If they like you, you like them. Right on. I like them because they like me. More about that in a minute. By the way, Jeremy from Ellington won the WWF prize pack. And it turns out that Rich S. Tenbio is actually Chris Benoit. <laughs> yes, the legendary Chris Benoit. <laughs> All right. And that was, that was a good one, guys. Okay. On the road with Mudbone. He's in Russia. Check it out. This is D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Welcome to On the Road with Mudbone. Hop in, ease the seat back, and enjoy the ride. As the summertime heat becomes more and more unbearable, the only logical place to visit is the cool and cozy confines of the Iron Curtain, Russia. Don't waste your time trying to catch a glimpse of Russia's most prized landmark, Anna Konnikova. Because that cummy bitch is too stuck up to chill with a brother from Harlem. However, if you ever been to Russia, or even just seen some of the underground CIA anti-communist propaganda, then you know there ain't much else to do in Russia other than get drunk off your ass with Boris Yeltsin and chuck empty vodka bottles at the polar bear. Eventually, them polar bears get pissed and start chucking the bottles right back at you. So perhaps you should at least attempt to seek out the finest piece of ass ever to come out of Siberia. First, you will need to gather some expensive gift for Miss Anna. Mama always said, if you want to taste a sweet potato pie, your ass better have some collateral. Do not panic if you have no rubles. The Russian peasants are always willing to trade valuable goods for some American imports. For example, you can trade your FUBU blue jeans for a luxury mink coat. Hopefully, you won't be needing any pants if you do actually get to meet Miss Anna. Exchange some Beetle records for a couple of pricey Fabergé eggs. Also, you should be able to get more than a few diamonds for your Nina since the Russian military is desperate for weapons ever since they foolishly threw away all the nuclear bombs. Now that you have many gifts for Miss Anna, you can head to Moscow. Be aware that the Russian peasant referred to Miss Anna as the Great Putin, as in Putin pie. I've been told that Miss Anna, or the Great Putin, lives in a castle that looks much like a giant Hersey kiss that is called Kremlin. Unfortunately, this is as far as my traveling tips go since I never had the opportunity to wine and dine the Great Putin. My only last advice to you if you should be able to get that beautiful high price hole in the sack, whip out everything you got and do it in the butt. And remember, to stay cool in the summertime, fill your ice tray with Kool-Aid 
Insert toothpicks and let freeze. Presto, ghetto popsicles. Hope you enjoyed the ride. Join us again next week when we'll be on the road with Mudbone. Oh, I did. I did enjoy the ride. Except early on in that, did he, did he say commie bitch? Commie. Oh, commie. Oh, that's different. Very, very, very different. By the way, uh, day three of VH1 special from the Waist Down Men, Women, and Music, which I was interviewed on, and yet I still fail to see anybody mentioning they saw me, so I'm starting to question whether or not I'm even in it. I premiered on Monday, August 6th. Each night is another hour all week long at 10 p.m., okay? VH1 special, like I said, they, apparently I'm in it somewhere. Okay, some reactions before we get uh, to the Kevin Griffin Better than Ezra interview there. A lot of reaction to Paul Morgan's interview, the guy from CutOffMyFeet.com. Mm -hmm. Alice in Wonderland says, I'm still horrified by Paul Morgan's interview. I can't believe he's chopping off his feet when he still has sensation in his angles. He's very brave. He has my $20. <laughs> <laughs> um, Genghis John says, forget his feet. Paul Morgan must have nads the size of bowling balls. Cutting off his own feet while he still is feeling them is hardcore to the max. Genghis, that's actually pretty old school. Talking like, talking medieval. Yeah. <laughs> very old, very old school. Actually, before me. Um, here's a letter from Eric from Waterbury. D, how does this sound? Peep, cut off my feet, party. Not only am I going to purchase this awesome event, I'm inviting a few of the local peeps and tell Darkseid if he wants to gorilla into Waterbury with his crew, they are more than welcome. I think his crew and the Dean's crew would get along just fine. The bones will be burning, the keg will, flow, will, will be flowing, the music will be cranking, food cooking, and the feet will be falling. Yeah. I'm going to run the event on the big screen TV, guys. So come on down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo. Who wants a dog? Kenny? Awesome. Bobby? Troy? Who wants a dog? Has he cut his uh, feet off yet? So I have a bite of your uh, hot dog. <laughs> That's going to be a party, man. Eric oh, from yeah. Waterbury inviting you, Dark Side. Uh, dude, seriously, I'm there, man. That is, that's going to be a scene. I'm there. When those feet come off. The, the, the lid's gonna blow off the joint. Forget all, about like, it. You know, ceremonially stand around barefoot. Sure. Yeah. That's good nice stuff. Touch. Yeah. Awesome. Nice touch. Uh, let's see. Spark Pass from Cheshire says the interview with Paul from come off, uh, CutOffMyFeet.com was awesome. I was really surprised and impressed when he told the peeps that he actually would feel his legs being chopped off. Much like Darkseid, when I found out there was pain and suffering, I decided I would definitely cough up to 20 bucks. <laughs> wow. Interesting incentive. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. Uh, and and then Frank Blados again. This guy is uh, you know he's just just uh, amazed with this kid. And the last letter on this is actually uh, it says it's from Thor the Love Warrior. This is D. As I was listening this morning, I had an idea for how Sean could raise some money. Since he has no sensation, nor does he ever even use his penis, he could cut, off, cut it off with a guillotine, just like Paul Morgan is doing with his feet. <laughs> if it's possible that Mr. Morgan could raise a quarter million dollars for cutting off his feet, imagine what Sean could pull in for cutting off his genitals. 
He would make a mint. Just an idea. Thor the Love Warrior. Might as well. It's You'd not be like, able to hit those high notes, Sean. Yeah, yeah, might as well. It's not like I've seen my penis either in years. Yeah, no kidding. You could, uh, you could cut off my penis.com. Maybe that website oh, is available. I'll check it out today. <laughs> okay. And, oh, and this is the letter from the guy. Check it out. This is the letter from the guy who says he knows... Look, subject, Ozfest. I know the guy that screamed, Yo! In New Jersey. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) Jim Boisvert, who's a new peep, heard this and says, I know that guy. (laughs) Okay, Nick. He says, last week when D-Sider Radio did the Ozfest show in New Jersey, Nick interviewed a drunk guy screaming, Yo! I am a sophomore at the University of Hartford and have a friend who screams that all the time. It sounded exactly like him. Plus, he lives in Tenafly, New Jersey. The guy's name is George Smaradakis. He's about 5'10". Nick, how does that height relate? Yeah, that's about right. 160 pounds. Mm, close. Had long sideburns. Mm, I don't know about that. His hair is dark brown to black. Yeah. Has a semi-big nose. Mm, don't remember the nose. Appears to be of Greek descent. Don't know. Couldn't tell. Says, ask Nick if, Nick if this fits the description of the guy who's yet, who screamed. Yeah! And I appreciate it? it. If you could please write back to me to see if it was him. Wasn't your guy <laughs> older though, Nick? Uh, yeah, he was in his, what, early 30s, probably? Plus, he weighed probably. more than 160 pounds. I would say, like, mid to late 30s, actually. And uh, this guy's a sophomore in college. No, this, no, guy, no. this guy was older and fatter. Jim, I think that, as much to our surprise, there's another person out there who stands <laughs> in the field and yells. There's two of them. <laughs> there's two of them. Okay. Oh, 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 Michelle Z is on the phone. She says she saw me at VH1 last night. Uh, Michelle, it's D. So did I get any coverage? Yeah, you did a couple of times. Oh, One, good, we were good. Talking about um, the the cross dressing thing was really uh, masculine and uh, turn on. It was, <laughs> it was pretty good. And then there was another bit about um, all the young guys out there now. They're just um, you know getting laid all the time and uh, doing it for you. All right, so I am getting some coverage. Thank you. you. I'm starting to worry. I was starting to worry if uh, if I was actually on there at all. No, nope, you were. It was totally awesome. Okay, thanks for the heads up, Michelle. All righty. Okay, and, all right. See, they got my back. All right, I just need to know if I'm even on there. Um, oh, and here's this is a letter regarding the guys for better than Ezra. Okay, subject: Who is Ezra, and why are they better than him? <laughs> It says, with respect to the no-show for the interview, maybe they were thinking of changing their name to Better Than Snyder. Just kidding, naturally. One can only assume that it must be hell for those poor boys to wake up so early. That's from Mythos Kelly. Um, uh, thank you for the heads up, but the truth is, here's the deal. And we got the, uh, Nick on interview. Nick, tell him what happened. Well, to, kinda, to poor it kind of explains in the interview uh, what happened. Oh, it does? Okay, yeah, okay. So we could just say that he was supposed to call into the show yesterday about this time, 9.30, and we didn't hear from him at all between 9.30 and 10 o'clock. And uh, about 5 after 10, Sean told me that uh, he was being transferred to my production studio. Okay. And am I ruining anything by saying that I got a message on my home phone from him? <laughs> Uh, no. 
Okay, which, no, I, I, I'm cool with that. I mean, the guy's a freaking celebrity. He appreciates, you know, people's privacy and stuff. Yeah. But he took the time, you know, he took the time. This is uh, Kevin Griffin. He was just, like, apologizing. And I'm feeling bad listening to this message, Beth, because we're the ones that screwed up. Or somebody in our organization gave him the damn fax line. <laughs> this guy was we're trying to... We're not the ones who screwed up. Oh, we're not? Who gave him the fax line? Um, the people from the record company. How did they? Have, okay, all right. I will take that back. It wasn't us, but it wasn't his screw up. And he was. Does he talk about how hard he was trying to get the uh, yeah, to, to yeah, get the number? Okay, check out the interview with uh, Kevin Griffin. This was after the show was over. I had split, and Nick spoke to him for a couple of minutes. Cool, Kevin. Yes. Kevin Griffin. Yes. Hey, man, it's Nick. Nick, what's up? Nothing. Um, we missed you this morning, or D missed you this morning. I just heard the end of the, I heard D um, signing off. Yeah. Well, I, our girl, Lisa, at Beyond, um, we, we don't know where she is. She set these interviews up, and she gave us a sheet. Finally, I decided to call myself, and I've got 860-723-6078. Yeah, see, that's our fax number. Well, dude, and then I, then I called on my cell phone, and <laughs> I called information to call you guys and got your got your... I guess the clear channel number. So, see, I was telling D, I was like, I was like, D, this guy Kevin's a cool guy because D, you know, D's used to being on time and stuff. And when you do radio, you kind of gotta be on time. And then I'm like, this guy's not just blowing us off, but he's just like, no, he's a rock star. The show up late. He's like, that's okay, that's okay. But I mean, you want the extra mile by calling on your own cell phone. Well, dude, I, I, I'd love to. Uh, maybe tomorrow. We can do it. No, we could we could talk right now. That's cool. Word. Yeah, we could talk right now. The uh, new CD comes out today, and it's called Closer. Correct. It's called Closer. It comes out today, and um, and we've started a tour actually Friday in Phoenix, and then um, tomorrow night, Wednesday, we're going to be on the uh, Tonight Show with uh, Jay Leno. Oh, that's awesome! And the new single is called Extraordinary. Yes, bro. And also, you know, tell D that uh, I'm a know his brother, Mark. Oh, really? Yeah, Mark Schneider. He used to work at Electro Records, and uh, and was we 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 talked a lot about Twisted Sister. Right now, how did uh, Twisted Sister shape you? How did it affect your life? Um, well, you know, it's one of the greatest videos ever made. I mean, um, we're not going to take it. Yeah. It's, it's a great video, and I think uh, I don't know. They're, I think they were always it's a really fun band. And hilarious hair. These hair is just great. Was was great hair. Well, you know, he's got a. Well, he's kind of got a pseudo mullet now. He shaved the sides of his heads. And, yeah, and uh, actually, I caught. I, I can't remember the, the title of it, but I caught on uh, Showtime or HBO um, the movie Strangeland. Yes. Yeah, he made a movie that too. Was a twisted movie. Yeah, he was uh, he was a really creepy guy. He's not like that in real life. He's a little cre creepy. Like he looks a lot creepier than he really is, you know. So, uh, well, Martin, his brother gave me the lowdown. You know, all, all the all the tender sides that he probably doesn't want the public to know. Well, no, he talks about his family all the time on the air and stuff, and we know that the guy's like. I mean, not to say that he's turning soft, but he's much different. He used to be a lot angrier than he is now. Like now, he's got the kid in the house in the pool and like a uh, personal watercraft and stuff uh, but before that yeah he was pretty angry like one time like 
on the air. Um, he bitched me. Uh, he likes to bitch me out all the time. Like, I'm kind of the whipping boy. And I told him, like, I was drinking and driving on the weekend. And uh, he made a pretty big scene around here, you know? So he kicked your ass, I'm sure. Uh, no, he put, his, he put his fist through the wall, though. And um, there was some that we had some uh, we had some issues with that. Our program director had to shell out some money to fix the hole in the studio wall. But at least he didn't punch me, you know. Well, yeah. So in that way, he's that's a serious statement. Yeah. So in that way, he's changed a little bit. But you should have seen him the first time he showed up here to work. It was so weird because I was like an intern, and D comes in and he's got like like little shoulder pads on not the big ones that he used to wear <laughs> and like this really bad attitude with the boots and everything walking down and his shirt ripped in half and i think he was ready to like like go on stage or something like that and i don't think he realized it was just radio you know and nobody right. could see him anyway but he came in like he was gonna do a show <laughs> so it's pretty cool no kevin i gotta talk to you uh, about the band a little bit word um, first of all, I used to love you guys. I haven't seen you in a while, but you've played many a 104 Fest here in Connecticut. Yeah. But, um, and I, first of all, I love Better Than Ezra, and I've seen you guys uh, a bunch of times, and you play great covers. That's what I like about you guys. And uh, we, we, we throw down, we, throw, we like throwing in covers into our music. Yeah, I've seen you guys play, like, Talking Heads and weird stuff. You guys could do a lot of different things, because you're good. You could do, like, Journey and stuff. Oh, we do journey. Oh, you do. But what we found, we found that that in order to hit the notes, you have to wear like camel toe jeans to to to, to get to that <laughs> those notes, and it, there was only so long I could do that. Yeah, CD does that almost every day, a few times a week, <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of funny how it comes out over the air. Um, uh, another thing that I, I... See, I have to bring up some memories for you at 104 here. My girlfriend was really into you. My ex-girlfriend, I should say, so we could talk about her a little bit. Um, she used to get pissed off that I was on the air with D and all this would come out and stuff. To get back at me, we, you know, like the band and stuff, and we saw you guys in Hartford a couple years ago. We did a show with... Uh, you had Mo Moby on. Yeah! Yeah, the show with Moby. Yeah. And uh, she was pissed off at me that night, and she's just like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go talk to Kevin. I said, all right, do whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? So you signed her breasts and stuff, which I didn't think it was a big deal, but it pissed me off because then I'm thinking, like, all right, I'm dating a whore and everything, you know? But uh, breast signing is is a good is good clean American fun. Yeah, I know, but now when it's your you know your girlfriend shouldn't be in line to piss you off. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, you know what I mean. But what was interesting was that you guys hung out with us that night, and I had maybe your drummer in my car in my Honda Civic. Right. And we all met back here at 104, and it was like two o'clock in the morning. Uh, and oh, I remember that. And you, um, and, and it was you that you got you and somebody else got almost got in serious trouble. Well, a couple guys did get in serious trouble because you guys were playing Beatles songs on the air and going on the air. Bleach. There was a guy with the, um, like bleached hair. Was that you? Uh, no, that wasn't me. But he's not. He's no longer with us. <laughs> but they got suspended after that, and it was awesome because that we, rocked. We we took the station over and changed the format. I mean, we were just, we, we were we were a bit liquored up. We weren't driving. Yeah, it was awesome because you guys took over the station like at two o'clock in the morning. You're playing like Beatles records. You're playing Doors. You're playing all this different crap. And if I was programmed right 
director, I would have applauded, but the next day, our our program director got all pissed off at these guys, and I got investigated because we were hanging out with Better Than Ezra, getting drunk, and playing Beatles records on the air. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> but uh, my girlfriend got me off that night because she was pissed at me because you signed you know, her breasts and everything like that. But Oh, um, wait a second. I remember... Uh, I think I maybe remember your girlfriend because she was she was really pretty. Yeah, she really attractive. Yeah, she was. But we had to break sorry, up. Sorry that sorry it's over. No, that's okay. Like I mean, she was um, like twenty when you met her, maybe right. even nineteen. And I was living with her for a couple years, and then I was like, I've had enough of this, you know, because I was like twenty six, twenty seven at the time, and she was really attractive. But at the same time, she didn't like me smoking pot in the apartment, right. and that turned into a whole big thing. Like I was just like, I, you know, I'm not a pothead, but I like to smoke, you know. And then she's just like got all pissed off and stuff, and I couldn't like smoke in my own apartment. So it's like, all right, well, at the end, I was just like, all right, we can't live together, you know. You got to cut it off sometimes. You don't need a you don't need a rape chick with dilated pupils. Yeah, I, I don't want to tie up your time, but are you single and stuff? Me? Yeah. Actually, man, I'm engaged. You are? Yeah. Because you're, I mean. Say this in a heterosexual way, but you're a pretty good-looking guy. You could get laid by any chick. <laughs> you know that, right? Because you're really good up on... No, no, man, dude. Yeah, I, I, no, no. Every, everybody has is insecure. You know, I mean, everybody's insecure about their looks in some in some respects, and I'm no exception, you know? Yeah, but you're really good up on stage, because when I brought her to the show that night, I'm like, oh, f this guy is really turning her on. We're already into but your I'm music. Especially trained. <laughs> yeah. To work, I know how to work it, but there's there's the how to work it school you go to. Yeah, but you're a dick, because you're one of those guys from New Orleans who, like, you got that southern charm about you, and I hate that. <laughs> All you guys are in the band are like that. I, oh, I saw you in Atlanta when you did, the, did that big rock fest with the Boston's and stuff, and you had it going on that day. I was talking to you. stole two chicks from me. You had another chick that day. I'm like, holy sh**. They were, you know, we pay those people just to hang out. Well, you've been pissed. I, I mean, our paths have crossed a couple times, but you pissed me off because you're getting <laughs> girls and stuff like that, but I'm so glad to hear that you're engaged. Is she from the South? She's from the South, but then we met in Los Angeles, and we're getting married on uh, October 6th. Are Southern women, are they like, I, I mean, I know some of them, you get like Southern bells and stuff like that, but are, and you, we could put the your fiance aside and everything. Uh-huh. Girls in the Northeast pretty much are whores, you know what I mean? Like, they'll just they'll just freaking sleep with you, especially if you're near a band. But, I mean, they like to sleep around and sh But what about girls in the South? Does it take a while? Do you have to, like, if you really like her, let's say you're not just planning on sleeping with her, getting her drunk and making her do the walk of shame. Like, what if you really like her and want to go out with her? Do you have to, like, wait, like, let's say three to four weeks, even, like, two months? To you know, I, I think it's hard to generalize, but suffice it say that the people well i think you know certainly your background where, where you're from has a has an impact on your the way you are and, and and i can tell if you travel around you can tell differences in people in general and you know i guess i guess women you know but it really depends i mean i think there's there's a there are very straight-laced girls in the south and then there are very crazy wild girls too so it's really honestly it's really not that different so how are you gonna go like when are you guys going on tour um, we're on tour right now. I'm, I'm calling you from Los Angeles, and um, and you know the album comes out today, and we're we're going to be towards you guys 
uh, I think next month. Hey, you guys got to stop by the studio and hang out with D because I know D would really love. I think he'd get along with you well because you're a rocker, and I, I told him you're just a pure musician. You know, I got an awesome place for you to eat here. It's called Black Eyed Sally's, and they got really good jambalaya, so I could take you guys all out to dinner. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. And then you know we'll bring D along, and you guys can make fun of his hair and stuff, his mullet, and uh, we could have some good food and uh, like we could talk about my ex girlfriend. <laughs> Great, man. Kevin, thank you very much for calling in. Let me just promote what what's going on here. The uh, new CD is closer. It's out in stores today. Uh, and the new single is Extraordinary. I can't say enough about the band better than as are you guys. Well, thanks so much. And I promise not to interfere in, in, your, in your personal life again. Yeah, stay out of my business, man. All right? You might be a rock star. You might be in better than Ezra. But yeah, man, and, and we'll come by the station and take it over again. Yeah. Next time. Yeah, you will. No, I want you to do that. If I don't get my program director already hates my guts. <laughs> so if I get in trouble, just like a suspension will be a little vacation for me. So that will be cool. And also one thing I got to tell you, because if you guys are coming around here in a month, I'm organizing. I just got made like I'm just moving in on the director of the Senior Olympics in Hartford. Right. And I'm going to have like a thousand seniors do a walk and stuff like that. But if I know that you guys are coming around, if you're willing like to play a tune or something like that for a bunch of 80 year olds who are playing volleyball and stuff that would be pretty cool or even record something for the seniors Gee, I, I tell you my dad is 66 yeah and just won the, the national um, senior olympics in the discus in baton rouge he did so so my dad's the my, my dad's the mac daddy oh my god we should have your dad come in and he could be like we'll give him a medal and stuff like that well he'd had to fly him from monroe louisiana but he's he he's um he's amazing so maybe we'll we'll kick it up with the aarp guys oh that's awesome that's awesome kevin thank you so much really man so much and hey turn it tune in to uh wins tomorrow night on uh, the leno show yeah, definitely. Check out Jay Leno. See those guys on there. Girlfriend to watch, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin. Thanks a lot. Uh, D hey, tell D um, I said hello and that, hey, I did my best. He was talking this morning about the band and stuff like that, and he, he was talking about how you guys are just great musicians, and uh, I, I told him how you guys were alive, and I told him the heritage that you've kind of had here at 104 and, awesome, man. And, uh, in Hartford. So we really appreciate you going uh, the extra mile. You are a great guy. Kevin Griff Griffin of Better Than Ezra, everybody. Thank you, Kevin. Awesome, man. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Have a great tour. See you later. We'll All right. Bye-bye. Ah, we're back. You're having a ball there, Nick. That you was... did good, Chubby. You did good. <laughs> that was really fun, Nick. I really yeah. enjoyed that interview immensely. <laughs> I Seriously, I really did. did you, do you have to change your pants afterwards? <laughs> no, excited. I don't know if your ex-girlfriend will enjoy yeah, the interview. I can't imagine questions. she listens. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Signed Leslie's breast. Yeah, he did. Now, is this uh, on the areola area, or just where they pull it down the top a little bit and they sign the top part? No, it was like pretty much the top part. I mean, he wasn't oh. in there all the way. That's not that's not that's not full on whole old school hardcore. Right. He's uh, a good looking uh, guy, Nick. Too. Uh, I'm surprised no, I mean, that. Uh, a couple other upset. questions. Yeah. Uh, girls in the Northeast are whores? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from the South. And Louisiana. I'm just trying to, she's yeah. a whore. So, trying to make him comfortable. Yeah, that's all. Uh, go out to Black Eyed Sally. We'll make fun of Dee's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that part was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was. By the way, have I told you what I think of your hair? What's the <laughs> And my favorite... 
came in wearing mini shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> I, that's not my recollection. Uh, the mini shoulder pads. Just trying to create a picture. <laughs> oh man, there's a lot. There's a lot I have to address. Oh, um, Gangus John told me that on VH1 last night. They spelled my name wrong. Oh, no. You gotta be kidding. S-N-Y? Yeah, sons oh, of, no. bit of all VH1. Give me a freaking break. Wow. Give me a, just this much of a freaking break. You, you gotta tell him there. to re-edit it. Hey, did he really call your house, Kevin Griffin? Yeah, he did. It was really nice. He called and basically said a lot of what he said there and just but what a fan he was. And he, he knows my brother. They worked, he worked, uh, I thought... You know, like I said, I kind of got them all together. Cause my brother also worked with Third Eye Blind. Mm -hmm. So I've been hearing, my brother was pumping Third Eye Blind. He was pumping better than Ezra when he worked for Electra Records. So, you know, they kind of blurred together. They're both around the same time, and, and they're both very big bands and what have you. So, But yeah, he knows my brother, and it was just a really nice phone call. And, you know, I mean, really, that's that Southern thing, you know, just bending over, just mm -hmm. po apologizing just way beyond what's really necessary. So... Absolutely. Check them out tonight on Leno. And check out the new record. If you like that stuff, check out that new record. Um, and, you know, I just want to let Matt, Pawanda, and Diesel Doug, uh, Sharon in Bristol, uh, Chris in Springfield, and Sam the Man from East Hartford, who actually believes I'm promoting another station. Uh, guys... Relax. This is Radio Hijinks right here. There, another station is running a, promo, a promo with an old tape of me doing an ID for their station. Every station in this country, just about every station, has a pro promo in their archives. Kiss. If Ross Britton wants to dig one out, he could find one. Okay? Howard's got one. HCN's got one. I don't think Gary Craig's got one. <laughs> but the point is, everybody, because I was a rock star, when you go around, that's what you do at every single radio station. So they dug through their archives and they found me, you know, doing it, you're doing the, an, an ID. You're going to hear that every station. As we progress and we move into other towns, the first thing they're going to whip out, I'm surprised it took so long to pull it out. I think they've been it's, saving it for the right moment. Yeah, if it's, yeah. they're going to pull out, oh, we have a station ID, and was, okay, okay, you and you and everybody else, all right, have fun, knock yourself out, kids. So no, it's not an incredible likeness, it's actually me. <laughs> a few years ago, you know, promoting a record or whatever during the Twisted Days or whatever, you know, so, uh, so yeah, th just don't freak out about it. Doesn't get to me. Don't let it get to you. Uh, really. We all had a good laugh. Yeah, <laughs> this morning, I thought it was pretty so. funny, actually. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. I'm really just surprised it took him that long to do it. Uh, okay. Let's see. What do we got? Did I take care of everything? Oh, you know, people just, I, I know we got to go, but I just want to say that people are very impressed with you with the senior games. Alice in Wonderland is just knocked out how mature you're acting um al ass cheeks is offering says has, has no money but he said if you need musical entertainment his band should have been abortions could play <laughs> i'm sure the seniors will love that yeah definitely well, he says they have a little experience he says they played for one older woman who was dying from cancer a few months back so they got experience but you should have seen the look on their faces. But they dug it, he says. Well, they maybe they it. can just go buy initials that day now. <laughs> yeah. The SBAs. Well, just should have been. <laughs> yeah. you know, dot, yeah. dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Um, Helena congratulates you. He says, you're growing up. 
Melina from Milford has been listening for a while in the past couple of years. She says she's really seen some growth. Okay, so uh, Nick, is your hard at work on that? Still working on it? We'll yeah, talk about uh, it another day? Yeah, we'll talk about it another day, but Sean and I are going to go to a meeting and they're going to uh, present me my assistant. And I guess I'm going to, you know, they're going to put me in a position to be director for the senior games. Sean, are you going to allow somebody else to be Nick's assistant? No, I don't know. I didn't, you didn't tell me about that and I don't approve. <laughs> I didn't think so. No. Hey, okay, here's the deal. Uh, it's time for what do we learn today. Okay, and that's what you call 860-666-4444. Tell us what you learned today. And today you're going to get a very special prize because not only will you get the Steiner Radio Prize Pack, but we're making just a killer D. Snyder prize pack. We're combining it with the in-demand prize pack. Right, Nick? Yes. And what is the in-demand prize pack? What does it have? Well, D, the in-demand prize pack, special in-demand castaway prize pack. Oh, yeah, the castaway with that ball thing for your antenna? D, the Wilson antenna ball. It's awesome. <laughs> Sweet. And who could forget the in-demand leopard print pillow? I mean, you're getting late if you got that thing in your apartment. Try if you will. You won't forget it. And an in-demand movie coupon as well. And the t-shirt, and the autograph picture, and the Euro sticker. All yours for just being really clever with what we learned today. It's next on D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Call D now. 666-4444. You may not love me now, but I can try, try, try. Radio 104. We have a very special guest for you tonight. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Hope you enjoy this and stick around. On Radio show so goodbye everybody what do what we learn today just kidding just kidding people okay just kidding we got no time to waste we'll cows up next so uh let's do uh, for we're sponsored for the show so dark side take it away all right today's what do we learn today is sponsored by in demand pay-per-view on at&t digital cable and cox digital cable where you can see the biggest movies like castaway for the first time on television see your life in a whole new way tonight on in demand pay-per-view also brought to you by boomer mcleod of orange uh located on boston post road in orange call 203-799-2734 What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Ed from Vernon, good morning. Good morning, how you doing? I'm good, man. So uh, what'd you learn today, Ed? Well, I learned that if D. Snyder Radio ever wants Mariah Carey to call in for an interview, you better have her call in at 6 a.m. Because she's always three hours late. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Clever, that's right. That's what they told me over at uh, VH1 MTV. Three hours late. I mean, that's that's... Axel Rose late there, Ed. Oh, cheap shot. Uh, Axel, that's uh, <laughs> Axel Rose late for the show. Late, cheap shot. Yeah, no, truth, <laughs> truth hurts. I know. So, Beth, hello. Hello. What'd you learn? What'd you learn today? Well, I didn't know because I don't have experience with this kind of thing. But I guess it's inappropriate to ready yourself to use the urinal until the person in front of you has completely finished the job. Yes. Yes. Inappropriate, right? Mm. Cannot uh, open your trousers and take out your trouser snake 
or even just have them open for that matter, standing behind the other guy. I mean, it's just, it suggests that you may have ill intent, you know, so you got to be careful. I mean, how would you feel if you were sitting on the crapper, Beth, and, and uh, you opened the door and there was some woman standing, dress hiked up, panties around the ankle, and she's standing facing backwards, ready to back into the stall the minute you pull out. I feel awkward, D. Awkward, yes. There you go. That's the word I was looking yeah. for, awkward. All right. Hey, Frank from The Tuck. This is a different Tuck, Beth. This is Frank I'll Never Grow Up Now, Blados from Mattituck, Long Island. Frank, how you doing, man? D, how the hell are you? I'm doing good, brother. So uh, tell us, what did you learn today? Well, I learned that if you're going to do that, uh, be Eddie on the Rocky Horror Show, yes. you got to get off. You got to make up your mind because uh, they're going to put China in there. She <laughs> you know, she could even be that meatloaf biker guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank, they had a a big kick with sideburns, and you know what? She was playing. This is check this out, Frank. Beth, you're familiar with the Rocky Horror sure. Show. You remember at the end, the guy in the wheelchair comes in, who's mm -hmm. the, the the doctor, Dr. so and so, Doctor Scott. Doctor, it turns okay. out that Eddie was his nephew. Right, right. Right. Well, she played that part too with a beard and mustache. She played Doctor Scott. She played two men's parts. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta make up your mind, dude. Yeah, because I'm gonna get I'm gonna get just completely just blocked. Cocked blocked, if you will, by China. Hold hold on a second, Frank. Wow, how come well, you don't have the accent like Frank has the accent? I don't know, because he's from the talk. Oh. It's a whole different world out there. Wow. Um, Dr. Dave. What'd you learn, man? I kind of feel bad now because Psycho had to take off and he's not exactly here to defend himself, but I call BS on this whole uh, Sagan Save Voss game show. He's sitting there before the game saying, I went out and I asked people general knowledge questions. When the hell has Chub Rub ever been a general knowledge Anything. Yeah, never that was heard of it. Nothing. That was, I never heard of it. It, it, is, it is psycho Dan knowledge. It's not general knowledge. I call BS. I'm upset. Well, he's a I little wanted, under the weather. I wanted that we, 275 We kissed up for the bread, but uh, $2.75, that was the check he got from W for his tax, big tax return, which I don't know what is his funny money. He gave it to Beth. But uh, the fact of the matter is, yeah, those. Uh, it's not general were, knowledge, yeah. No, they were impossible. Nobody got them. No, we didn't give away one prize pack. We were going down a list of listeners, and not one person could figure out the friggin' answers. Freaking chub rub. We got a real like I am, Beth. He's out of control. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's talk to Jeff from New Fairfield. Jeff, good morning. Hey, how you doing, D? I'm doing good, man. So, Jeff, what did you learn today? Have you seen my wiener? <laughs> hey, um, not recently. What I, what I learned today is I know I finally found out what it sounds like to stand next to Shaquille O'Neal at the next urinal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, bring it back. Mark Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> you see, when you pee under the water, it makes bubbles. <laughs> Hold on a second. Darkside, that was, that was smoking, right, Jeff? That was smoking. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, Nick. Mm. Hi. Hi, D. What did you learn today, Nick? Oh, the big music, the big Ooh. sound. D, today I learned that there's an influx of Italians coming into Connecticut. They're everywhere. However, um, I'm a little disappointed in my Guinea brothers, uh, you know, because there are 
the Chicanos, you know, right in the middle of Hartford, South Hartford especially. We got to get some of those guys out of there. You want cattle? <laughs> what is this, West Side Story? <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Physically throw them out? Yeah, just going to warn those guys, never take a knife to a gunfight, you know? Oh. <laughs> then also, good advice. Yeah, and then also, you know, we got a lot of Indians at the casinos and stuff. And, you know, I mean, the Italians built Atlantic City in Vegas. So I figure, you know, we got a little corner in the market with the casinos. And I don't like what's happening. Actually, wasn't it a Jew? Really? Wasn't it, wasn't it Bugsy? That was Vegas. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but the Italians were taking all the money. You know what I mean? Here's the part of the show where we make cracks at different ethnic groups. Go ahead. Yes. (laughs) No, all I'm saying is I'm happy to see that the Italians are Asians. You got you're gonna say you got they were japped out. Why don't you say the Italians were japped out? (laughs) They're totally japped out. (laughs) Totally japped out. Don't you feel like you were gypped? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we get chewed out a little bit. Uh, they chewed uh, you down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, especially I mean, from the beginning with the Moors and everything. This is a good like lead that. into Wilkow show. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's so, what happened. We spilled over the Wilkow show and we caught it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, read him and weep, Sean. What do we got? All right. Double shot. Double shot. All right. Ed from Vernon learned that if D. Snyder Radio ever wants Mariah Carey to call in, we better tell her to call in at 6 a.m. Fairly noted. Frank from Mattatuck learned that if you're going to be D, if you're going to be Eddie and Rocky Horror, better make up your mind quick because otherwise they're going to grab China to replace you in that role. And finally, Jeff from New Fairfield learned that I can't even write what my it writing. sounds like. Hey, we learned what it sounds like to stand next to Shaq in the next urinal. Well, I think that one just ties into the fabulous uh, dark side soundbite job there. Okay. Plus, I'm not even sure Frank can uh, use the in-demand coupons down on Long Island. Quite honestly. So, uh, let's give it to Jeff. Jeff, you're the man. Yeah. You got it, baby. Yeah. I, I See, that the show went by already. I forgot about that, but it was that was classic. All right. Hold on a second. You got the in-demand uh, castaway prize pack, that pillow guarantees you to get laid. Of course, you got to put the little volleyball on your antenna <laughs> that sends the signal to the yeah. women. And, uh, and then also you got to get the t-shirt and the autograph picture and everything, okay? Hey, you guys think I'm strange? Let me ask you this. People get in my truck and they hit every preset on my radio and it's always 104 in all of them. You think that's a little weird? Yeah, nice, that's strange, great. baby. That's hardcore. That's old school radio listening yeah. right there. Just <laughs> rip right, off the knob. Just rip off the knob. Arc weld the knob. Hold on a second. All right, Ed and Frank, nice to done. But we got to go. It's Will Cal's turn. For some reason, I think I recycled my top sheet with everything that's going on tomorrow, Nick. Let me see. Oh, I got this other thing here. Uh, okay, tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, shame of the colon. Ask D. Snyder Radio. So you want to send in your questions, if you haven't already, to CaptainHowdy at ClearChannel.com. And, of course, Beth Lockwood will have all of the news, everything you need to know. You know, all the rest of the garbage, I don't know. Wars, terrorism, blah, 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 blah. Mideast, blah, blah, blah. Tell us 
things we can use. What's going on in Romania? That's what we want to know. By the way, I had a Romanian limo driver the other day at Ozfest. Get out. Yeah, he says, that's like, those stories are great. They're so on the money. <laughs> he says it's crazy over there in Romania. All right. We got to go, people. Have a great day. Am I missing anything, Nick? No, we're cool. Okay. So, uh, see you tomorrow, bright and early. I got to go to sleep. This is Radio 104.